This week, we're taking the train back into true crime territory and discussing the Ketty Cabin murders, where a family was horribly butchered and they haven't the slightest idea who did it. Or do they? Listener discretion is always advised. All aboard the Midnight Train. Passengers, and welcome to the Midnight Train Podcast, where we bring the dark to light. Yes, we make fun of, you know, creepy stuff while bringing you as much information on each topic as possible. Yes, uh, we are a comedy podcast, and things can get pretty dark. So if you're not into that, listen, no hard feelings. We get it. But if you are, hang out. You know what I mean? Be friends with us. Come into our world. Come into, come into the light. I am your host, the conductor of the cryptic, Jonathan Sayer, and with me, of course, are my co-hosts, Logan Sayer and Jeff Butchko. Did we get a divorce? I guess so. But hey, two Christmases, two birthdays. Yeah, I'm good with that. Two Easters. Yeah. Double the presents. Two Tooth Fairies. Oh, no. Wait, how does that work, though? Teeth Fairies. No, but how do you get two Tooth Fairies? The tooth is already gone from the first fairy. Well... So it, second fairy it's just up comes. to the parents <laughs> to hide it under the pillow each night. That, I, call, I call first. That's how you know the tooth fairy was from West Virginia. Because <laughs> anywhere else would be the teeth fairy. You know, we may have stumbled on a conspiracy here. Ooh, what's that? Now think about it. Like, when you have a broken home. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, go ahead. So, you know, as well as I do, we, we both have children from broken homes. That, I do? <laughs> well, one's right here. <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah, yeah. But that never came up. It never came up with my kids, like the tooth fairy thing. Like if he lost, my son lost a tooth or my daughter lost a tooth, we put it under the pillow and then, you know, they got money. But it was never like, well, what about mom's house or what about dad's house? It's always uh, wherever you lose the tooth. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I think it's like a spoken or an unspoken thing. Rules of engagement. Correct. For tooth fairy. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Tooth fairyisms. Yeah. Yes. So listen, our Patreon bonus for you beautiful poopers out there. Uh, We're going to be discussing an old, uh, an old interview that I happened to stumble across. Um, with a uh, piece of shit that you guys may or may not know named Otis Toole, partner of that other piece of shit, Henry Lee Lucas, you know, the serial killers that went around and claimed to have killed, I don't know, 600, 1,000, like they they went all, there was a documentary on it and stuff. We'll talk about it in the um, in the bonus episode. So make sure you sign up over at Patreon, okay? Now listen, we're going to save the rest of the business stuff until the end. So let's get into this. Let's turn down the lights, adjust our seats, grab a drink, and let's get spooky. But first, here's a toast to all you beautiful motherfuckers. What the? I'm your fire starter. What? Toasted fire starter. What the? What? Now go home and get your fucking shine box. What the? Skrillex. Far back as I could remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Yeah. 
So we're talking about the Caddy Cabin murders. And uh, first and foremost, you two sitting next to me, have you heard of this before? Negative Ghost Rider. Uh, other than me talking about it, obviously. I've heard, uh, no. Okay. <laughs> I've heard, no, I have not. Yeah, so um, it's strange. Um, I came across it on another podcast. Of course I did. And it's just a really, really, really fucked up story. And they still have stuff going on about it today. Okay. Oh, today. 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 <laughs> so in July of 1979, Glenna Susan Sue is what she went by, Sharp, and her five children, John, who was 15, uh, Sheila, who was 14. Oh, you got to do it. I put it in there specifically. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, Sheila. There nice, it is. Nice. Is that better? Yeah. Nice. Oh, oh, oh. Do you know who that oh, is, Logan? Sheila. If you Let me love no? you nope. too, I go. Keep singing it. I might, I might, might get it one day. Or... Hey, baby. <laughs> it's probably the song that was played when you were made. Yeah. It's a good song. I don't. He's like, wait, what? I was made? <laughs> you never heard that song before? <laughs> no. Oh, if it wasn't for copyright shit, I'd be freaking playing it. We'd be playing so much music. Is it like Michael Jackson or something? It's not Michael Jackson. No. Oh, because you're kind of singing like. To be honest, I don't know if I know who sings that. It's not Bobby Brown, but it's Bobby Brownish. It's not Prince. Bobby Brownish. <laughs> it's like that kind of, you know, when Bobby oh, Brown first came out? Yeah. Like okay. Back in the... I, I loved Bobby Brown. I was a huge fan of uh, New Edition. Like, yeah. Huge fan. They're actually coming to town. Yeah, I was into uh, Bad Subtraction. <laughs> <laughs> good job. <laughs> anyway, so the, name good. Of the, group, so good. the name of the group is Ready for the World. That's what I said. Yeah. That's exactly what I said when I came up. Yeah. Because he made that sound. <laughs> it sounds like Prince, though. And I thought that's who kind it was of. because he had Sheila E. in his band with him. Yeah. And so I, I was like, oh, you wrote a song about her. And it's not Prince at all. Oh. Yeah. So anyway, this Sheila was 14. Tina was 12. Ricky was 10. And Greg was five. So lots of kids. Okay. They left their home in Connecticut after separating uh, from, you know, an abusive husband and dad who was kind of a piece of shit, James Sharp and their excessively turbulent marriage. So it was pretty bad, all right? And, you know, shit happened. So they definitely didn't share the tooth fairy. No, probably not. No. Yeah. She decided to take her, Sue decided to take her children to Northern California, where her brother Don lived. She began renting a small one-bedroom trailer formerly occupied by her brother at the Claremont Trailer Village in Quincy. Obviously, the cramped trailer wasn't working for the family because there's six people living there. So the, uh, you know, following fall, she moved to house number 28 in the rural Sierra Nevada resort town of Ketty. Is number 28, like, how many houses she's been in? Or is that, like, the, the address? That's the that's the number of the house. And you'll find out why. Uh -huh. Okay, yeah. So it's probably, the, like, a development. Well, it was, it was, used to be a resort. Okay. So the resort was having financial troubles and had converted its, uh, you know, huge cabins at one point in time and in, uh, into low-income housing. Wait, wait, wait. Hold so on. basically, when you pull in to this place, it's like a big, it, it was a resort area with all these cabins everywhere, you know, that you could rent the cabins out, like oh, to go skiing, okay. to go whatever, what? This is, this, where was, wait, where was this at? Um, Sierra Nevada resort town of Ketty. Yeah. yeah but what, Hence what, the Ketty cabin. State. Nevada? Why, why? California. Oh. <laughs> I see that now, Northern California. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they turn it into low-income housing, and of course, she's a mother of five, just left her husband, and she, whatever, you know, she, she was down on her, not down on her luck, but she just wasn't doing as well as she was hoping she would. Well, I mean, so the house was much larger than the trailer and had become available when the Plumas County Sheriff, or then Sheriff, Sylvester Douglas Thomas moved out. The cabin was a bit beat up, and there were three rooms and plenty of other families nearby. So it's kind of cool. Got a bunch of kids, other families hanging out. They're going to go, and I don't know, what did, what did you do in the 70s, late 70s back then? Oh, easy, man. That was Big Wheels. Oh, yeah. Remember Big Wheels? 
But you guys he doesn't know what big wheels are. You know what I'm talking about? Remember when they came out with squirt guns on them too? I never had one of those. Oh, really? That was the 80s. That was like mid-80s they had that. But wheel. every big wheel I ever had, that I, they should have called it broken big wheel <laughs> because that fucking front wheel always had like uh, like cracks in it. Yeah, it was all made out of plastic. Yeah, it was. I, dude, I used, I used to have a... Um, did yours have a brake on it? Oh, the, the e-brake? Yeah, the e-brake. You, like, yeah, you, you, <laughs> you go do real fast, you pedal and you... You spin around, fall off, and smack your head on something. So yeah, cool. they make those now. Yeah, yeah, just without the e-brake, they just got little like. Uh, it's all coming back oh. to me. I just remember like being in a, a concrete driveway. Oh yeah, going as fast as we could and be like, "You like Karate Kid? I like Karate Kid." And doing donuts and stuff. Damn, you're old. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, you'll get there too. Don't worry. Yes, we are. Don't mind me. So the oldest son, Johnny, took the unfinished basement. Her youngest boys, Rick and Greg, took one bedroom. Sue and Tina shared a room, and Sheila had a room to herself. Okay. Sue and Tina had to share a room? Yeah, they're close in age. They're, they're sisters, so. I bet they Not, fought a lot. Say what? They fought a lot. Well, who did? Sue and Tina. Well, Tina was, uh, she was 12 at the time, so she probably looked up to mom, and after the whole breakup or whatever, you know, you, you, at 12, year, 12 years old, they're still nice. Mm, yeah. Yeah, it's right around 14, nice 15. Girls, I'm talking oh, about. Girls. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so Sheila had her own bedroom. And, you know, so the kids all had friends their own ages to hang out with. And at least for the moment, everyone seemed happy and content, right? Nice. Things are moving on up to the east. No. That's a show. What show? Uh, 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 the, the something good times, right? Something like that? <laughs> something with. <laughs> what's, what's my name? Uncle? <laughs> Where is I don't have a boo what's on my, here anymore. What's my name? Hefe, Jeffy. Okay, and then what would a TV show be with my name in it? All about Jeff. What about a president? The president. The president named Thomas Jefferson. Oh, the Jeffersons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he got it. Hey, that's the theme song of the fucking Jeffersons. Yes. Yeah, I just want to say. Guys from Top of Thunder? No? Yeah. That's there. Yeah, I just want to say, watch out, designated quizzers, because we just upped the game. Ooh, calling, oh. the, calling the quizzers out. Well, we just quiz Logan. Yeah. Are we going to change our format? Are we going to be the midnight quizzer train? The midnight quizzing Logan train. Yeah, it's literally all going to be is just me looking like an idiot. It's be yeah. such a specific show. Yeah. I need a more annoying voice if I'm going to be the class idiot. Yeah. Louis. Oh, my God. Oh, that's good, too. Yeah. Are you serious? The Jeffersons? I don't like that one. No? Why not? I need to drink my Starbucks. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so Sue's ex-husband, James, had been in the Navy, so the family was familiar with moving around a lot, and they looked forward to being in one place for a while. However, Sue had a hard time making ends meet. She received two hundred fifty dollars from her ex-husband, uh, food stamps, that's and social good for welfare. back then. By the yeah, way, yeah, that's actually not bad at all. But when you got what five kids, right? Well, then <laughs> the fact that he was abusive and shouldn't actually send her something at all. Yeah, like, do you think he did a volley of abuse? By the way, a volley. Like yeah. he threw through like our t-shirt that we're supposed oh, like to have t-shirt. Yeah. Uh, I just got to find you know add another like forty eight hours into my week, dude, and I'll have it done. Right. Yeah. It sucks lately. God, I know so it, it's been chaotic. I'm Same here, man. I wake up and sleep. <laughs> my day yeah yeah <laughs> enjoy it yeah yeah exactly so um she was also enrolled in a federal education program that gave her money to attend classes at the local community college so she was trying to do her thing she was taking business classes that's pretty standard nowadays too by yeah. the way so i mean yeah, yeah i mean and this is back in the late 70s you know what i mean like she's she's trying to do better you know heck yeah her classmates said she was a good student sue worked hard and obtained excellent grades however her classmates also said she was a loner didn't join in on the coffee breaks and preferred studying alone rather than a group setting. Perhaps years of abuse had actually, you know, taken her, you know, toll on her from her ex-husband smacking her around. That makes sense. But wait, well, they had coffee breaks in college? 
Yeah. What? I didn't have coffee breaks when I went to college. You went to the wrong damn college, didn't you? I went to the same college. <laughs> Wait a yeah. second. You went to college? Yeah. I went to the same one as Riley. I had a kid, though. That's the difference. Oh. Yeah. College doesn't exactly pay the bills. Little, little hiccup. Yeah. He had a little hiccup. Yeah. That wasn't a hiccup. Yeah. I, uh, I hiccup. <laughs> <laughs> so Sue faced a lot of stigmatism in the community. People did not seem uh, like, you know, she was on, uh, they didn't. They weren't into the whole, like, her being on welfare. And they, they acted like she, uh, you know, dated a bunch of dudes yeah, or whatever. single so women a, with families exactly. back then was, like, a very... Right. So they had to wear all the, the good The good uh, Catholics, I shouldn't say that. But. Yeah, well, I just it, it was just that 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 era, you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Which but is it was weird, all though. Like the church-going people would be like, you know, but that was also, you live in sin if you're not with a man. And Yeah, but that was also right at the end of, you know, like... The hippie movement had just happened, yeah, you know, like a decade earlier. True. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you'd think that people would be a little bit, I guess, less harsh. Well, and especially not being in California as well, too, right. where it's like one of the, the most lax states in the U.S. Are they? Not I mean, anymore. not anymore. <laughs> 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 the governor was there. You know what I mean? So the governor, the governor. Yeah, see, that's what happened. Arnold left, and the place went to shit. I know. So the people gossiped, of course, as nosy assholes always do, and accused her of dealing drugs or sleeping with men for money. Yikes. That's messed up. A significant reason for the gossip was Sue literally kept to herself. She didn't make any friends. This was most likely because she had spent most of her adult life moving and was just accustomed to establishing last or not, you know, not making friendships, lasting ones. She's probably tired as fuck, too. That was five kids and like going to school and work. But dude, that was me moving around. Like I didn't, I didn't make friends because every time I made a friend, I had to move again. You know what I mean? Like, remember that time you gave me money to be your friend? Yeah, it didn't work. (laughs) (laughs) I need my $5 back. (laughs) So coming from, again, someone that moved around a lot, it's always easier to distance yourself than to create the relationships that could disappear at any given moment because it's just a letdown. I mean, Logan, you moved around a lot when you were a kid, too. Yeah, but I was the opposite, though. You were the opposite? I, I, you were, you I were a girl? <laughs> <laughs> I had lots of personas when it came to moving around. Like, my daddy was an Air Force pilot. Or my daddy's in the Marines. Or my daddy's a rock star. Oh, so you Half lied. That was true. So you no, lied to people? I was I was right. You, But you lied to people when he you was, went to places? He was a rock star, right? Oh, I, if that's what you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> sure. But no, I was very outgoing, though. I've always been. That's kind of where Ava gets it from. Like, now, looking at this. Man, is she. Yeah, she's oh boy. a social butterfly. And that's how I was. Did, did I tell you about uh, um, one oh. of our bartenders? Their daughter is now going to the same dance class. Oh, no. Yeah. And she comes in. She's like, um, so my daughter is now going to dance class with Ava. And she's like, and she just came right up to her, grabbed her hand, was like, come on, let's go. I'll show you everything. And it's just gone, dude. Yeah. You I know get what's those... funny? Like, kids are either that way or they're not. Or, yeah. or there's, there's, like, there's no in between. Yeah, it's in, like yeah. they're, they're either that way or they're not. Yeah. Or in the, they're in the corner, like, putting boogers on the wall, not talking to yeah. people. Yeah. yeah. See, some days I'm like, man, she's very outgoing. Other days I'm like, oh, man, she's really outgoing. That's awesome. Yeah. I wish sometimes she wasn't as outgoing. And it just makes yeah. it's just who she's outgoing with. That's is my point. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So Sue didn't seem to mind being alone, and she didn't care what the Bridgets and Mikes of the world. Um, <laughs> who changed that? <laughs> who do you think? Did he change? Yeah. First uh, of all, Karen is old. Yeah, We're not but, doing Karen's anymore. But everyone knows what that means when you say Karen. Bridget's the same thing. No, Bridget's not. Bridget? Absolutely. No, I, I know several Bridgets that are amazing people. I know Bridget two of them. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I know First two of, of them, and they're, they're beautiful people. <laughs> yeah, and my cousin's name is Mike, and he ain't a Mike. <laughs> <laughs> what? There's just so many of them, so it's it's better than Chad. Yeah. 
I don't really know a whole lot of mics that I actually We're like. sticking with Bridget's and mics. I don't know. There's a few. Bridget's and mats. Our poopers are. Mats are just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for Matt. anyone named Matt out mats? there. Jesus. Like a welcome man, no? Oh, yeah, I gotcha. All right. She just looked forward to building a life for herself and her kids, right? That's what she wanted to do. She didn't give a shit what people were saying about her. She just kept her nose into the books and did her thing. She wanted to own a small business, buy a house suitable for the kids, and most importantly, just keep them safe, you know, as, as we all want to do. AR-15 will do that. Yeah. Not in California. <laughs> Sorry. True, You're true not allowed to have that there, are you? I don't have anything out in California. Now. Oh, yeah, man. It's a Maybe that's why all the, the trains military. are getting robbed now. Well, that and the fact that they had to raise all the prices in a freaking convenience store to $901 to be able to sell you something. Oh, yeah, we talked that about that. $900. Yeah. yeah. So on April 11th, 1981, around 1130 a.m., Sue, Sheila, and Greg drove from their friend's residence, the Meeks family, to pick up 10-year-old Ricky, who was attending baseball tryouts at Ganser Field in Quincy. They happened, you know, they came across uh, the oldest, uh, John, and his friend Dana Hall, uh, Dana, excuse me, Dana Hall Wingate, hitchhiking from Quincy to Ketty and picked them up. Then drove about six miles toward Ketty. All right. So, you know, they're out doing, running errands, doing their thing. It's a Saturday morning. They're, you know, then they see the oldest one who's hanging out with his buddy, you know, pick him up, whatever. Normal family shit. Mm -hmm. So two hours later, around 3.30 p.m., John and Dana hitchhiked back to Quincy where they, uh, it seems like they probably had plans to visit like a party, like go to a friend's house for a party. Nice. Yeah, there's really not a whole lot of info on it, but what they were going back for. Gotcha. Around this time, the two were seen in the city's downtown area. So they had kind of, they were on their way home and then were kind of like, ah, you know, we're going to go back and hang out. So okay. that's what they did. That same evening, 14-year-old Sheila had plans to spend the night with the Seabolt family who lived in a nearby cabin. At that same time, Sue remained at home with Rick, Greg, and the boy's young friend, Justin. Okay, so got a friend come over and Justin lives down the street. You know, they're going to hang out. Yeah, the three boys had spent most of the day riding bikes and playing outside. God, I miss those days. Can you just no, no, nothing? I know. And it's summertime. You know what I mean? Isn't it sad? <sighs> like if you really think about it, and I don't know, it's just I think about it sometimes randomly. Like if I'm out cutting the grass in the summertime, I'll be like, man, remember we used to take like people, <laughs> people throw away boxes. <laughs> You're like walking around going, I bet if I flip this upside down, I could <laughs> shove my head in it. Yeah. <laughs> We used to take boxes that people would throw out, like like an old refrigerator box. Oh, yeah. We put on skateboards and we'd all pile in and just like ride in this thing until it crashed like down the street. I mean, there's just so much stupid shit we used to do oh, as yeah. kids. Mm -hmm. You could never do these days. Yep. Never. Building uh, makeshift ramps yeah. in the middle of the street and then jumping off of them and it'd just break before you even hit the damn thing and yeah. you skin yourself up and you get up, high five your buddy, go home, grab a drink and you know what I mean? Like that's... How about not seeing your parents for an entire day? Oh, yeah. Come home when the lights are on. Could you imagine that now? No. Could you? Okay, Logan. Could you imagine not seeing your daughter for the entire day? Fuck and just that. letting her do whatever the hell she nope. wants? Not allowed. That's not, what not we today. used to do. Not today, no. That's yeah. what we used to do. I, I mean, it's, it's like said that you can't do that yeah. anymore, you know? I actually uh, listened to, again, a podcast that uh, basically how that all changed was, um, uh, do you guys remember the episode we did on the, um, the, the child killer? Mm. Do you remember we did that episode? It was really fucked up about the, I think it was either three or four of the kids. And I want to say it was up in Michigan uh, that were murdered or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That right there, that instant or instance is what changed everything. Yeah. We talked about that in that episode. Too, yeah. People that didn't, area. they did yeah. not want to go outside anymore. They would not keep, take their kids because there's dirt bags out there. Mm -hmm. It's horrible. It's horrible. Yep. So Sheila left their home uh, shortly after 8 PM, leaving her mother alone with the younger children. Okay. 12-year-old Tina, who had been watching uh, TV at the Seabolts, returned home around 9 p.m. after Sheila arrived at the Seabolts to spend the night. So, mom's... I think she was watching. 
Uh, and, uh, I'm going to look see. up. I'm seeing 1979 with the hit TV No, no, no. 1981. Oh, this is 81. That's the year I was born. 1981. I'm going to say uh, The Greatest American Hero. No. Believe it or not, I'm walking on it. Oh, do you want to know what it actually is? What is it? It's well, it's kind of a handful of them. Uh, uh, hold on, hold on. Uh, 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 Knight Rider. Scooby-Doo. That's not one of them. Dukes no. of Hazard. Yes, that's number two. Okay. What else? Okay, The Fall Guy. Yes. Number one. Yeah, that was the original and Steve Rogers. Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends cartoon. Oh, okay. I remember Number that. three, The Greatest American Hero. That's what I just sang. Did you say? Yes. Okay, yeah. That was like the the first awesome, um, my first taste of watching like a superhero and he was horrible. And then number five was Fantasy Island. Oh, yeah. The plane, With boss. tattoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The plane. So. so now at home, it's Ricky, Greg, their friend Justin, and Tina on a Saturday night with mom, okay? Just hanging out. Nice. John and his buddy, again, were supposed to come home that night, but it was apparent that they never did. They're not They're not sure when they were supposed to come home. So little Greg was the first to go to bed around 8.30 p.m., then Tina around 9.30. Ricky and Justin joined Sue to watch Love Boat. The Love So now you know what they were watching. And- <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> <laughs> uncle Jack. Yeah, I know. I told you I'm the creepy uncle. <laughs> yeah. And then they all they went to bed around 10 p.m. Sue, mom, remained on the couch watching TV, dozing off, but not ready to actually go to bed. <clears throat> More than likely, she was waiting for John and Dana to return before calling it a night, right? She wanted to make sure the kids are cool. Makes sense. All right. So around 7 a.m. on Sunday, April 12th, Sheila returned home. You know, Sheila. Oh, Sheila. Okay. Uh, she was the 14-year-old, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Gotcha. Yes, she's the 14-year-old. Yes. She's the one that stayed a night over her friend's house. Yep. Okay. Um, she comes home to change clothes and head to church with the Seabolts. That's who she stayed with, with the right. Seabolts. So yep. she came to change. What she discovered was something out of a nightmare. The dead bodies of Sue, John, and Dana in the house's, uh, the house's living room. Okay. And remember, Dana was the friend of the family. Oh, shit. She recognized her brother, John, laying face up, covered in blood. Another boy was face down, and they were both tied at the feet. She saw a yellow blanket covering what she thought looked like another body, but she didn't know who. She ran out of the cabin, screaming back to the Seabolts, who called the police. All three had been bound with medical tape and electrical cords. Tina was absent from the home while the three younger children, Rick, Greg, and Justin, were unharmed in another room. Okay, so they were in a different room, and... So John obviously came home during the night, right? Right. Right. So you remember John was the one that was going out to party with his friends or whatever. He came home and only three of them were murdered while in a different room. This all happened in one room. So just the females were murdered. Um, well, no. What? No, John and Dana. Oh, John. I didn't see John. Okay. My bad. And Tina again is missing. Right. Okay. So, um, they, the Rick, Greg, and Justin were unharmed in another room, like I said. Initial reports stated that the three young boys, had, had they actually slept through the incident, though later it's contradicted, and we'll talk about it. Sheila and James Seabolt Jr. went back to cabin number 28. This is the neighbors that uh, the one girl was st- uh, sleeping with. I'm sleeping with. Wow. Sleeping at their house <laughs> is what I meant. Woo. To find the rest of the family. Looking into the cabin's win- windows, they saw the youngest boys and Justin sleeping in their bedroom. They woke them up by tapping on the window and insisted that they crawl through it so they didn't have to see the horrors that were in the living room. James Seabolt later admitted to having briefly entered the home through the back door to see if anyone was still alive, potentially contaminating contaminating evidence in the process. And we hear about that all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you ever come across a, a horrible bloodshed scene, don't fucking touch anything. Don't go anywhere. Don't do anything. And I know it's hard to do that in your mindset because you walk in and you see someone you care about 
just you have to stop your impulses. You have to because it's possible that either A, you could get blamed for the shit or B, it may screw up any possible evidence to find the actual, you know, people who did it. I don't right. think you could even think about that in the in the moment. See, that's why I'm re- that's I mean, why I'm I saying really this right think, now. Yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah, cuz the you just instincts kick in and you're like, "Oh my god." Yeah. And next thing you know, your hand, I mean, your fingerprints are all over the place and shit. It's you should or try just take try. Logan's shoes and then then go in. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. All my <laughs> shoes don't have soles. <laughs> Neither do I. Don't worry about it. Ooh, <laughs> so the murders of Sue, John, and Dana were incredibly ferocious. Two bloody knives and one hammer were found at the scene. One of the knives, a steak knife later determined to have been used in the murders, had been bent at roughly 30 degrees, demonstrating the amount of aggression administered in the slayings. Blood spatter evidence from inside the house indicated that the murders of Sue, John, and Dana had all taken place in the living room. Okay, remember what we said before that the other kids were in the other room? Yeah. Tina was still unaccounted for. So where the fuck is Tina, right? Right. So this shit is pretty rough. You guys have been warned here. If you want to skip ahead a little bit, please feel free to do so. Um, so Sue was found lying on her side near the living room sofa, nude from the waist down. She had been gagged with a blue bandana and her own panties, which had been secured with tape. She'd been stabbed in the chest. Her throat was stabbed horizontally the wound going so deep that it went through her larynx and nicked her spine. Jesus. You know how much fucking force you have to do? Like, it, it this shit is not super easy to cut through. Mm. You know what I mean? And by shit, this shit, I'm pointing at my neck right now that people well, can't even see. That and with a steak knife, or allegedly. Yeah, well, yeah, if they use that. But then again, they're serrated. But then you're, you're, you're talking Sawing. multiple. Yeah. Yes, fuck. <laughs> <clears throat> On the side of her head was an imprint matching the butt of a Daisy 880 Powerline uh, BB pellet rifle. Okay. Well, we'll go through. I here. had one of those. J- did you really? Yeah. Oh, where were you in 1981? I was being born. Oh. <laughs> Actually, a month after this, I was born May 6th, 1981. So it probably wasn't you then. Probably. No. And I didn't have my 880 DZ. Oh, okay. Until like I was at least, least like 10, 11 years old. You said, you said <laughs> probably. Probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably. Probably. Because yeah, I was maybe still in the womb. Right. <laughs> yeah. So John's throat had been slashed. Dana had multiple head injuries and had been manually strangled to death. In addition, John and Dana suffered blunt force trauma to their heads caused by the hammer or hammers. Autopsies determined that Sue and John died from knife wounds and blunt force trauma, and Dana had died from asphyxiation. Pretty fucking terrible. Sheila and the Seabolt family, and remember, Sheila had spent the night, you know, with them. Right. uh, Heard nothing that night. Okay. A couple living in nearby house number 16 was awakened at 1.15 a.m. by what sounded like muffled screaming. Wouldn't you do something? Well... You know what I mean? It like, depends. if you woke up at one fifteen and you heard what sounded like muffled screaming, if you could describe it, then you should be curious. I mean... I don't know, though. It could have been, like, a wind breeze going through, depending on, like, what you would consider muffled screaming. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that sounds like wind I don't know. window. I mean, in all honesty, let's say you're sleeping tonight and you hear screaming next door. Mm-hmm. Like, blood-curling screaming for... It could be quick. Okay. Right? Are you really going to get out of bed and go see what the hell's going on? No, but yes. I'm, I'm going to call them because I have their numbers. So, well, that's a little, I guess that's different then. Did I tell you this fucking Well, yeah, it's, it's a different time, you know? Yeah. But yeah. yeah, I would. I would totally be like, you know, call him up. Steve. He'd be like, no, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good, is that how he talks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's amazing, though. <laughs> he's such an amazing. What were you saying? So I woke up like two weeks ago. I don't know if I said this in the last episode, but I woke up like two weeks ago and uh, we were like, I was sleeping in bed with my wife or whatever. All of a sudden, Your I just. daughter talking? 
Yeah, that. Yeah, you did tell us that. Dude, like, the first thing I did was immediately open the door and grab my gun. Like, that was the first thing that fucking popped in my head. Not good. I'm just, I mean, all I heard was, <laughs> what would you do if you heard a grown-ass man laughing in your house? I don't think I'd grab my gun. I wouldn't. I would be like, Santa, you're real? <laughs> Uncle Chad, I told you, the key's under the mat. <laughs> no, but I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, is, oh, yeah. Most people nowadays, yeah, no. like when I talked about that whole thing, when, when shit's going on, crimes are going on, people are just sitting there videotaping it instead of doing something about right. it. People are so non-confrontational now. Yeah. So I guarantee you, like, it would be just like this. You know, you hear it screaming and everything. It's like, well, something fucked up's going on, but it's not my problem. And roll over and go to bed. Yeah. yeah well, I think I think most people do that. They just mind their fucking business. You Which know what I mean? Good and bad at the same time. Yeah, I'm 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 not a nosy person, but I'm definitely like, I guess, uh from doing this for so long and being so into what I am, is that what's it gonna hurt if I go check? You know what I mean? If I go check or if I call someone after hearing something like that. He's the guy in the horror movies where you're like, don't leave the house. Don't go. No, he's the guy in the horror movies where he's calling his best friend who's being hacked to death or about to be hacked to death because he's hiding in the closet. All of a sudden you hear ring, ring, ring. Son of a bitch. Why are you calling me? You mean a dime him out? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. No. You no. I'd be that dude like going through the house trying to find him, but not like call, call, not call. like calling him and doing that because my luck. Yeah, exactly. That yeah, would happen. Exactly no, actually, I probably would be that guy yeah. now that I think about it. Yeah. <laughs> probably like, where the fuck is Jeff at? And calling him up and he's hiding in a closet from an axe murderer, you know, and all of a sudden you hear yeah. it is, it's probably some stupid ass ring, too. So it's like, and he's like, fuck. And there's how Jeff I'd be sitting in the closet, like all scared, like no, 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 no. I can't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, like the doors open. Yeah, yeah. And all you hear is my last words be like, "Thanks, John." There'd be a text in blood that just says "fuck you." But I would, I would slip and hit the unicorn with the with the heart over his head. Siri, tell him I said fuck you. Yeah. No, Siri. <laughs> yeah. So Tina's jacket. Okay, remember they don't know where Tina is at this moment either. Okay. Right. So not only did this horrible thing happen with these people are dead, but they can't find Tina. So her jacket, her shoes, and a toolbox containing various tools were missing from the house. Oh, the plot thickens. There were no signs of forced entry, meaning the family possibly knew the killer or killers. Or okay, it's 81. The door was unlocked. Time out without looking through the notes. Okay. Let's take a little, little bet here. Do you think Tina was involved in any way, shape, or form? No. Did no. you look through the notes? No, I didn't. Oh. I know everything I wrote. Well, the you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say she's connected somehow. Okay. It seems suspicious. I mean, okay. I, I'm, I'm sure she may or may not have let that person in. Okay. But I don't feel like she was connected to it as in like she plotted it. I feel like she had it some way she performed. She had something to do with why I think her boyfriend or like lover. Oh, it was like a, like a, a what's that Mickey Mallory from natural born killer kind mm -hmm. of thing. Okay. I'm thinking it's kind of like that. Okay. Oh. So, again, there were no forced entry, and you said, well, it may have been unlocked or whatever, yeah, but I think it was locked. That's how they determined that there was no forced entry. You know what I mean? Mm. Because if, if they were locked... I mean, the door could wasn't locked, lock them, kick it yeah, in. And jump out the window or something, right? I mean, you could have. Yeah. Or I mean, you, it, it, any of that shit's possible. Or you thought it was locked, so you kicked the door in anyways. But then that would be forced entry. Right. Where, where is Columbo when you need him, right? So the house's telephone had been taken off the hook and the cord cut from the outlet. Oh, the drapes were then pulled closed. 
Okay, so whoever did this, like it, it, and you will go through it. It seems like it's a crime of passion thing, but it's also seemed like it was done by people that. What they call that premeditated, right? Yeah, it seems like it was almost yeah. like intentional. So, so the crime scene wasn't contained. Uh-huh. The Plumas County Sheriff's Office initially handled it. Unfortunately, it was riddled with errors and oversights. Shocker. Mm. Deputy Hank Clement was first on the scene, and he confirmed all three bodies were deceased. He's, he's, he's good, isn't he? <laughs> yep, the bodies are dead. <laughs> yep, they're dead. <laughs> Sergeant Jerry Shaver was next on the scene and spoke to a group of people outside taking their statements. At some point, Shaver and Clement walked through the house reviewing the scene. She- uh, Sheriff Sylvester still, oh man, still bone dog, Doug Thomas. Did you put that in there? <laughs> Can you not do that? I thought it was serious. I know I do. I was so, it was dog. so close to getting through. He's oh, so close. Because oh, I don't remember right now because I'd have made a joke about that. Still bones. Yeah. So Sylvester Doug Thomas and Assistant Sheriff Ken Shanks came to the scene and then Don Stoy joined them. The scene now had five men walk through it. Okay. So remember, nothing's really been contained. Nothing's been, the pictures have been taken, you know, and that's the first thing they fucking do. You take fucking pictures. So you have evidence of what it looked like before. They tape it, it off, right? Right. The caution tape. And then you got, you usually get a, a coroner that comes in to determine that everybody's dead. And then they take pictures. And then the guy with the trench coat and the, the, the gloves, he goes, whoosh, whoosh. he's like, I'm going to need a minute alone. And then he goes in and does his thing. That's your doctor, Jeff. My doctor doesn't have a trench coat. <laughs> he doesn't? A white one? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's called a lab That's coat. pretty clever. Never thought of it that way. Yeah, look at that. It's kind of creepy. I'll never look at my doctor the same. Right. <laughs> so, um, um, you know, again, they had these guys walking through it. And, and seven, if you actually consider that the next door neighbors actually went through it as well, that they admitted doing. And then the and other guy go through the back yeah, door. Yeah, the guy who went through the back door, too. To make right. sure people were... So eight. Yeah. No, no, no. That's that James. Seven. That's ah, that. Yeah, yeah. So none of um, none of the none of these people knew how to preserve a, cr- a crime scene in any way, obviously, because the, well, stupid. I mean, yeah. I mean, how many murders right. happened there? It wasn't until all five men had walked through the home that photographs of the scene were taken. Mm. Next, officers did house by house welfare checks and interviewed potential witnesses. And it wasn't until several hours um, after that the officers noticed that Tina was unaccounted for. Tina. So again, the hell's Tina. Original composite sketches of two suspects, and I'll post this up, um, based on testimony from Justin, who claimed to have witnessed the crimes. Now, now Wait remember. Wait a second. What? He wasn't there. Who? who I thought wasn't. him and Sue were next door. No, 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 no. Like, Sheila. Had, or Sheila. Sheila spent Sheila the night next Justin. door. I thought he was over there. He was downtown, wasn't he? No, that's John. Oh, my God. Are you guys really? I need a chart. <sighs> can, can we draw There's this out? Six people. Remember, Rick, Greg, and Justin were unharmed because they were in the other room. Where's Carl? Uh, and <laughs> Carl, 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 Carl. Can I just say, you like you looked at me when I said that. You're like, oh, but then you're like, Carl. Like you jumped right in. Like you had a second of frustration, but then you're like, no, it's fun. And then you, you just went right to it. Carl. That's how easy it was. No, Carl. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> so Justin, remember though, Justin initially said that they were sleeping. Right. So now all of a sudden he's giving them testimony mm-hmm. and telling them that, you know, basically that they found or that he saw something and that he oh, saw shit. the Maybe actual Justin's intruders involved. Uh, I mean, it's possible. I'm still going with Tina, though. T- Tina possible. was just to make sure Tina was unaccounted for. Yes. But she wasn't related to the family. Right. No, she Tina was, was the 12 year old. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. OK. Yeah. So I, I had a different conclusion then. Right. So Justin was um, the friend. 
That's what it was. Okay. Yeah. Cool. You got a friend in me. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, this is, I know it's really hard to kind of like follow because it's just, it's just a lot of names and a lot of names and it's just, it's, it's, we're, we're clarifying. We're yeah. Good. It's, it's pretty, pretty screwed up. So, um, they actually, uh, got the composite sketch from Justin and, uh, Justin gave conflicting stories of the evening, including that he had dreamed the details of the murders. Oh, however, he later claimed to have actually witnessed them. Now, listen, as a younger kid, he may have thought he was dreaming, woke up in the middle of the night and happened to freaking I don't know, maybe go to the bathroom, eyes like this, and some shit's going down, and he just probably went like, oh, yeah. fuck that, went to bed. Mom and stepdad are making my, you know. They're wrestling. What are they making, Logan? They were making my damn motorcycle. That's <laughs> when I knew Santa wasn't real. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought I was dreaming. So anyway, it's it's possible is all I'm saying, okay? Um. So, and again, he actually later claimed to have actually witnessed the thing happen. Yeah. In his later account of events told um, told under hypnosis, Justin claimed to have awoken to sounds coming from the living room while asleep in the bedroom with Rick and Greg. Investigating these sounds, he saw Sue with two men, one with a mustache and short hair and the other clean-shaven with long hair. Both wore glasses. Um, and according to Justin, John and Dana entered the home and began heating, uh, a heated argument with the men. Oh, he's got to have a mustache. Okay. So now remember when we were talking about earlier that they didn't know when John was coming home. Right. John came home. Mm-hmm. Okay, with Dana. Right. Dana's the friend who was coming to, to hang out and whatever, and he's the one of the ones that got murdered as well. Correct. Along with Sue. Did you get that chainsaw? <laughs> you can you can hit rewind. There's a rewind button yes, on right. the app. They get a rewind button. I'm you just know? trying to I'm trying to you know keep everybody you know, acclimated with this because I know it can be really like even when I was doing the research, it's like what the fuck? Because initially I think it, I thought that that uh, Justin, the young kid who's the neighbor's friend or whatever. I thought he was the one that got murdered. Yeah, that's what I thought too. But it's not. It's Dana. Dana. Okay. John's friend. Gotcha. And right. there is no Dana, only Zool. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking fuck. I was about to do that. Were you really? Yeah. Oh my so, God. So I love that movie. So yeah. So, um, <laughs> she, hold on. I lost my spot. <laughs> How's your girlfriend? She's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, so Justin claims to have seen these two people, right? right? Now, if he didn't actually see them, then what he's doing is throwing the police completely the fuck off because oh, yeah. he's coming up with a, a sketch that isn't even real. And how old is Justin? 12. Justin was, is 12? 12 or 14. One of the two. No. So he's the same age as Tina. Justin's the next door neighbor, and I don't think it actually oh, said, Yeah, you're right. Yep. I don't think I mean, is he, is he a little kid or is he like a teenager? I, he or? have to be, right? Um, Hold on. Yeah, it just says, and their friend Justin. But it's Ricky and Greg's friend, so I'm assuming he's probably like 8 to 10. What okay. if he was like 18? <laughs> Freaking 27. Hey, our friend's coming over. He comes in, he's got a cigarette in his mouth. He's like, what's up? <laughs> what's what's happening? Where's the ketchup? So again, ketchup. <laughs> why ketchup? I love ketchup. That's why. So oh, okay. So maybe, you know, it's possible that he could have completely, he could have seen it and actually had something, or he could have just... I don't know, maybe heard it happening and dreamt that it happened, Right. you know, or, or being a kid and having something so traumatic happen, his brain invented what happened. Not only that, there's also people that are like, I don't know if I'd say lonely, but they, they make stuff up because they like the attention. Oh yeah. We'll talk about Henry Lee Lucas and all those guys that claim to killed all those people in the bonus episode. So yeah. Ah, I see that. You got a Patreon for that. Yeah. Listeners get your Patreon on. So Again, they came in and there was a huge fight, right? Mm-hmm. A fight ensued after which Tina entered the room and was taken out of the cabin's back door by one of the men. Okay. Remember, Tina's missing. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So this is what he's saying now. 
Okay. Okay. Based on Justin's descriptions, composite sketches of the two unknown men were produced by Harlan Embry, a man with no artistic ability and no training in forensic sketching. Oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It was never explained why, with access to the Justice Department's and the Federal Bureau of Investigation's top forensic artists, that law enforcement chose to use an amateur who sometimes volunteered to help local police. Hold on, hold on, uh -huh. hold on. Like, he's just a hanger-on. I like to doodle. Do you have any crumbs? I heard there was a murder, but there's a little kid who, who may perhaps have seen the two guys, but we need someone who knows. Where's, where's Doofy at? Doofy. <laughs> He, he comes in, he's like, all right, I'm going to draw this for you real quick. Comes back to the cops. He's like, all right, here's who he says it is. That's Big Bird and Elmo. What the fuck? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Why is that stick figure got longer here than the other one? Yeah, it's just that a mustache. <laughs> I think I think what it was is that it, it's a small town. Yeah, obviously. And, you know, they all probably knew each other, and he was probably just a buddy that freaking hung out or whatever and probably helped I out. Mean, I, I think took. you guys are being kind of mean to this guy. <laughs> Uh, what if he was an aspiring artist, right? And like he's working that shit job at the police that he's like, man, I also want to do is draw for a living. And like he saw his opportunity, so he manned up and he took it. And you know, maybe he didn't. He wasn't so good. No, what happened was he was the only kid in the art class in high school, and they were like, mm, he probably knows how to draw. <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably knows how to draw. Yeah, he, he probably does. Um, you guys want to see what it looks like? Oh. I do. I do. I do. <laughs> I know, yeah. Hold okay. on a second. <sighs> It's actually not half bad for a guy who took a semester <laughs> it's like of art. Dwight Schrute, yeah, and like somebody else. It looks like Dwight Schrute, yeah, and they have the exact same noses. I'm pretty sure that my 14 year old daughter can draw better than this. Hey, she can draw better than anybody. Listen, that's true, she is pretty good. In that specific time, we used to tell everybody that you could be whatever you wanted to be, <laughs> right? Yeah, and he, he, wanted to be he tried. So he wanted to be an artist, and he gave it a shot. He did better hey, than what I would. He didn't win an award, okay? right? But right. he, he, he did complete the drawing. He, he did. So uh, in press releases accompanying <laughs> the sketches, the suspects were described as being in their late 20s to early 30s. One stood between 5 foot 11 inches and the other stood uh, to... Uh, uh, um, oh, I'm sorry. He was either between 5'11 to 6'2". Okay, that's a big gap. Right. Uh, with blonde, uh, dark blonde hair and other, um, the other guy was 5'6 to 5'10 with black greased hair. And bo both of them had gold frame sunglasses. Hmm. Like aviators? Yeah. I would assume. You know, it's Why would they wear their sunglasses at, at night? night that's... So they can, so they can see? Who sings that, Logan? I don't fucking know who sings <laughs> oh, that. Come on. I know it, though. It's, I wear my sunglasses at night so I can, so I can. Look, look at I don't me. know the rest of the words. Heart. Who? You. <laughs> no. That's that's his last name. Is Kevin Hart. It's not Kevin Hart. Okay. So it's Hart. Yeah. H-A-R-T. Yeah. Um, I think it's H-A-R-T. H-A-R-T. Yeah, I think. So. I think. Yeah. Okay. So Hart. What's his first name? I don't know. I know the group Hart. He shares the same name as the singer of Slipknot. Or a big gorge full of rocks and water. What? Canyon? <laughs> <laughs> What? Why would you say that? Because <laughs> he's close. Keep going. Canyon, river, gorge. Nah. Oh, what? is that the singer? Valley. Is Valley Hearts. Is that the singer of, of Slipknot's first name? You think I know the singer of Slipknot's oh first name? Oh, my God. It's oh. Corey. Corey Taylor. All right. But his name is Corey Hart. That's and that's Corey. <laughs> but it's close. See, I thought Corey Taylor was the drummer. That was my bad. No, right. that is uh, uh, Jordan. Um, 
Oh, what the hell's his name? You don't know the drummer? his name? Yeah. Joey Jordan. Joey Jordison. That's his name. Yeah. Dude, everybody listening right now is so pissed off. Yeah. Sorry. Especially the '80s. Sorry. Always, always, always at me. Yeah, you can send all hate mail too. <laughs> <laughs> so the rumors regarding the crimes being ritualistic or motivated by drug trafficking were dismissed by Plumas County Sh- uh, Sheriff Doug Thomas. Or Stillbone over there. <laughs> In the week. <laughs> It's such a badass name. I want to still, legally still, change my last name to Stillbone. Stillbone. See, it was even more badass when he said dog. So it's the Stillbone dog, Thomas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's Doug. Yeah. Not dog. No, I know, but you oh. said dog. Oh, did I? Well, whatever. Yeah. I am Sheriff Stillbone. <laughs> so in the week following the murders, he stated that no drug paraphernalia or illegal drugs were found in the home. Carla McMullen, a family acquaintance, a friend of the family here, later told detectives that Dana Wingate, had recently stolen an unknown... Who was a friend. Who was the friend that was murdered. Stole an unknown quantity of LSD from local drug dealers. Oh, well, that just throws a whole fucking monkey wrench in there. Well, just keep all these pieces because, remember, this is still technically unsolved. Well, that blows Tina out of the water. Wait, 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 hold on. She stole LSD from a drug dealer. Dana did. Dana is a dude. How do you... Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. That was pretty common back in the day for a dude. We have a cousin named Uh, Dana. Dana Carvey, yeah, okay. No, not, he's not. Anyway, continue. Oh, um, nothing. Never mind. Okay. So, however, she was unable to prove, uh, have, you know, throw any proof mm-hmm. that it actually happened. About 4,000 man hours uh, were spent working the case, which Thomas described as, you know, frustrating. It's the difference between a man hour and an hour. And it's working hours. So it's just hours. It's just them doing Roughly. stuff. So it's hours a man has worked. Right. So it's 4,000 hours is total is what they put it. Okay. I always wondered working. That. I was like, well, what the yeah. hell is that? Maybe you just say working hours. Yeah, exactly. So in December of 1983, detectives ruled out serial killers, Henry Lee Lucas and Otis Toole as potential suspects. Hmm. Yes. The serial killers that we're going to talk about in our bonus were actually once thought to be a, a part of this. Do they look like the sketches? No. Well, Actually, no, <laughs> no, kind Maybe. of. I'll show you. I'll show you pictures of them. And I'll put them side by side. And you we, tell me. Can we Photoshop uh, gold rimmed sunglasses? Put them on their faces. It's possible. Okay. So Tina's disappearance was initially investigated by the FBI as a possible abduction. However, it was reported on April 29th, 1981, that the FBI had backed off the search as the California State Department of Justice was doing an adequate job and made the FBI's presence unnecessary. Quote unquote. A grid pattern search of the area covering a five-mile radius around the house was conducted with police canines, but the five efforts... Five miles. Yeah. That's pretty big. That but seems like... Efforts were fruitless. They didn't find shit. bit, though, for the, what happened there. Well, I mean, they were trying to find it. So the, the hope at the time was that Tina was hiding in the woods. That's what they were hoping for. Uh, they were hoping that she saw this shit happen, and she just took off, and she was hiding. She was known to create forts and hideouts. However, on April 22nd, 1984, three years and 11 days after the murders, roughly 100 miles away from Ketty, a bottle collector discovered the top of a human skull and part of a jawbone at Camp 18 near oh, Feather Falls man. in neighboring Butte County. Shortly after announcing the discovery, the Butte County Sheriff's Office received an anonymous call that identified the remains as belonging to Tina. There goes my theory. Three, three years? Three years. And it's a skull now? Three years and 11 days. Yeah, what, what does that mean? It's like decomposition and stuff. Dude, look at that Brian Laundry yeah. case. He was what in like a week, two weeks. He Three was years. You're finding skull ske- skeleton or skeleton 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 skeleton. Yeah, skeleton. Oh, I'm saying skeleton. Hey, smug fucks. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, I mean three years. Of course, okay. your your body's complete in the woods. 
you are done. Yeah, animals and animals insects and stuff, yeah. man. Okay. Yeah, so you're you're definitely done. But they did that Brian Laundry in like two and a half weeks. He was a yep. skeleton. But that was also in the Florida swamps and in the water and, and alleged. Yeah, but we still. we need to do a uh, a bonus on that whole. Let's thing. do it. Let's yeah, do it. We should do that. It's an interesting case. It it is, and I have my theories. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. I, I dug super deep into it. She was abusive, theories. too, from what I saw or heard. Yeah. And did you know they found, I told. I think I said it before, they found uh, six different bodies while looking for them across the United States. <gasps> you think it was part of a different, it, and he was framed, or he killed them all? No. No. They, well, no. What happened is, is they went looking for him in, like... I uh, remember they found other people. There were six different bodies that were found, but nobody ever talks about that, which is really weird. And yeah, none of it was connected? Think, don't you think that after no. you're going looking for a guy and you find six other bodies leading up to finding this one guy, don't you think you would set up, you know, routine searches? To but it was sure? it was people that had been missing for, like, 20 years, and, you know what I mean? Like, it was... They just happened to find these bodies, which, if you think about it, how many bodies do you think are actually out there then? A lot. A lot. Which means that we should set up routine searches. There should be. Oh, yeah. To me, to be honest. I'll do sketches. I believe okay, that the, I honestly think, and a total side note on this, sorry guys. Um, but I honestly believe that the U.S. government uh, needs to set up a, uh, like a task force that is only meant to go out and scour places. Like so you your mean, your job is to go out and look in the most remote spots to see it, just to look for dead bodies. So you would be like comb the desert, and I'd be like, we ain't found shit. We ain't found shit. Spaceball. Yes. Oh, he, hey, got it. Yeah. he got that one. All right. Where are we at right now? There is hope for you. But but seriously, I, I think that what happens is that the only time that it happens is when they're looking for someone else. Real quick though, what's your Brian laundry theory? Uh, it's, really quick. It's going to take way too long. It's going to take way too long. We got to say that for the bonus. Do you yeah. think he did it though? No, I know he did. I know he okay. killed her for sure. Yeah, you know, obviously that's what all the evidence. Is. I'll just put it this way: I don't think he's dead. Same. Oh, you think his parents cover him up? Well, are you in the whole conspiracy it. with the hole in the backyard? The, the not a conspiracy. No, no, no. I have no idea what that is. You didn't know. And a oh. Piece of his jaw that were found. That was it. And a finger. And we a will finger. talk about it another time. Damn it. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Spoiler. So, yes. So, notice, though, what I said on this last part here. Sheriff's office received an anonymous call that identified the remains as belonging to Tina. Hmm. Okay. Still, the call was not documented in the case. Why? Oh, yeah, because, you know, they don't take pictures. These fucking yeah. cops, dude. What the fuck? I mean, it's 1981. But, however, a... Uh, well, this was three years later, so this is 84 at this time. Yeah, right? I mean, there was a lot of good movies out. There's shit to do. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's like, Top Gun's on, man. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Top Gun. So, however, a deputy assigned to the case in 2013 found a recording of the call. Oh. It was at the bottom of an evidence box. But um, they, they need to record it, though. What? They need to record it, but not document the call. Right. So it, like, it, so basically, they called in the police, and the police automatically record everything, and they just basically took the tape and was like... Mm, okay. Yeah. They never actually like wrote it down in the uh, the log for the actual case itself. Gotcha, gotcha. Do you know all that stuff's public record now? Like 911 calls oh, and yeah, stuff? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. We could be playing those all day long. Most podcasts do. Yeah, oh, do they? Yeah. Isn't it like after a certain amount of time, though? Like after the case has already been concluded? I don't think so. Really? I think that's that's public. That is, they work for us kind of thing. Now, what happens is, is they can take those and make them not public because there may be like something incriminating in Evidence. there. Evidence. Right. Like body cam footage and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, they, they can do all that. Gotcha. So the remains were confirmed by a forensic pathologist to actually be those of Tina in June of 84. Damn. Near the remains, detective discovered a blue nylon jacket, a blanket a pair of Levi Strauss jeans with a missing back pocket and an empty medical tape dispenser. Mm. 
Remember the tape from earlier. Yep. Okay. According to True Crime Mysteries of medium, dot medium dot com, the most confusing thing about the homicide was that the three young boys slept through the entire ordeal, right? And then they changed their mind and they blah, 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 blah. Okay. So the killers just left, let, let them be, right? Mm-hmm. As possible potential witnesses, which Justin apparently claims that he is. Right. Doesn't make sense. Ricky and Greg supposedly had no recollection, and the first thing they remembered was Sheila waking them up. Mm-hmm. So Justin is the only one who remembers, quote unquote, something happening. Seems weird. Yeah, a little bit. Notice, too, that they were all the kids, the younger ones. Mm-hmm. Okay. John, Tina. Tina was what? What did we say Tina was? 15? No. 14. 12. Yeah. 12. Was she 12? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Good job, boys. So, yeah, like. Okay, so I'll tell what I think about this here in a little bit, but yeah, we'll we'll keep going through this real fast. Mm -hmm. So, um, Justin reported uh, telling his mother that he had dreamed that he had heard noises in the living room. Okay, and um, when he opened the, you know, that's the little boy from next door. Mm -hmm. Okay, when he opened the bedroom door, he saw Sue talking to two men and Johnny and Dana walking in the front door and began arguing with the men. A fight broke out, and you know, Tina was taken quickly outside. Right. Right. It's important to note that Justin's testimonies changed at various points in his life, and the most detailed recount he gave was under hypnosis, like we said before. So his statement also doesn't quite align with the evidence, but it is strongly believed that he was a witness, and the trauma of the ordeal is why he doesn't have a robust and consistent memory. And he's a kid. Again, he could have woken up, saw this shit, went back to bed, scared out of fucking, you know what I mean? He could have been scared of shit. Yeah. You know? Try to keep the boys to sleep while he's sitting there. Right, like not telling anybody. Like, fuck, what if they're coming in? Because all he saw right out of the rip was them getting into an altercation and then. Right, it was like an argument. Being, which could have been, she could have been escorted out of the back, not necessarily dragged out of the back because there wasn't any records of that actually going on. Right. So he's probably in the room. Okay, keep going. Yeah. So as we mentioned, investigators found two bloody kitchen knives used with such force that one was severely bent, a hammer and a pellet gun. In each, or in addition, each victim had been bound with medical tape and electrical cords taken from various appliances around the home and extension cords. Evidence collected by investigators were drops of blood on Tina's bed, a bloody footprint in the yard, knife marks on various walls in the home, and a bloody fingerprint on the inside of a door frame and a railing. Okay. Okay. That last part, I, I agree with. The bloody footprint in the yard was probably one of the cops. Right, exactly, and but well, the thing is, is they actually they went through afterwards and like they, it down. they yeah well they went through and uh, took all the footprints from everybody that was there and stuff like that. So anyway, gotcha. it is strongly believed that at least two people would have been needed to control the chaos. The killers were also in no rush. What did I say earlier? They closed the curtains. They like they came in there with a plan. Right. At least to me, um, that's the crime scene. Yeah, so that's the crime scene right there. Yeah, wow. notice the things are closed and yeah, pretty, pretty gory. Yeah. yeah, we'll definitely post that up too, so people can see the aftermath. Ugh. So the victims died of their wounds, except for Dana. Remember that too. There were lone pools of blood on the living room floor in that picture that you just showed, indicating the boys had been moved and repositioned. Yeah, okay. you can see the blood spots like in one and then like another. and yeah. they're, kind of, they're kind of all over the place. Yeah. The bottoms of Sue's bare feet and one of the boy's shoes were covered in blood, suggesting that they were mobile and had walked in the blood at one point in time. Okay. Okay, so everyone's brains right now are probably going in fucking full overdrive because you're trying to place like, okay, how, how did that happen? Well, they let's just say, I don't want to be super graphic, but let's just say that they were 
murdered slash strangled, whatever happened, and they were picked up and moved. Their feet could have been grazing the blood on the floor from where they were just brutally stabbed. But it's like full print, like walking on it. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. So it's on the bottom of her feet. Okay. Okay. Detectives noted a lack of fingerprints and identifiable DNA left at the scene. This led the detectives to believe that the suspects wore gloves and were prepared. Again, we were talking about earlier there, Jeffro. Forensic evidence wasn't collected until the mid-1980s. Right. You heard that. Mm. Forensic evidence wasn't collected until the mid-80s. After Columbo. (laughs) So hair, skin cells, and other DNA transfers were not gathered from the scene. All blood at the scene was determined to belong to the victims. Okay. The Plumas County Sheriff's Department interviewed everyone in the Ketty cabins and anyone else who knew the victims. Among those, among those interviewed was uh, Justin Eason. That's Justin, the next door. His uh, stepfather, Martin Smart. A neighbor and main suspect, Martin Smart, claimed that a claw hammer had inexplicably gone missing from his home. Mm. Remember the hammers that were used. Mm-hmm. Plumas County Sheriff, uh, Sheriff Sylvester Thomas, who uh, pre- presided over the case, later stated that Martin had provided, quote, endless clues in the case that seemed to, quote, throw the suspicion away from him. So he's one of those guys. Mm-hmm. In addition to interviewing the smarts, detectives interviewed numerous other locals and neighbors. Several, including members of the Seabolt family, recall seeing a green van parked at the Sharps house around 9 p.m. Interesting. Right. According to Smart, on the night of the murder, he... His friend John Bo Boobaday and his wife Marilyn had stopped at Sue's cabin to invite her to the bar with them. Okay? So they're saying, we stopped over there to see if, you know, she just wanted to go to the bar and hang out. Gotcha. Sue declined and they went to the bar. Smart complained to the manager about the music being played at the bar. Seems cool. They left shortly afterward and headed back to the Smart cabin, walking by cabin 28. Marilyn went to bed around 11 p.m. and the men went back to the bar to have more drinks. Now, this is his story. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, which seems kind of fishy, Yeah, right? Right around the time. Right. Yep. He said that he and Bo had returned home around midnight. Since the police hadn't released information that a hammer was missing from the crime scene, this put Martin at the top of the suspect list. So this happens a lot with guys who are involved as they try to give more information than is, than is needed or asked for because they want to, they want to, they think they're throwing you off the trail when in reality you're just making yourself look more incriminated. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you, you look like a dickhead. Shut up. Remember, do not talk to the police. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. Not a lawyer present. Right. Correct. Even then. I mean. <laughs> they come up and say, did you see what happened? Yeah, man, I saw everything. <laughs> That's when you go, lawyer. <laughs> I need to speak to my lawyer. Even if you're innocent. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, because shit could be misconstrued. So Everyone's innocent until proven guilty. Correct. Well, they're supposed to be. Uh, yes. How do you explain OJ? Oh, what? <laughs> Wait, what? We're both just looking at you like, what? Yeah. <laughs> OJ, he was guilty as all could be, and he was proven innocent in court. Well, he was innocent until proven guilty, and he wasn't proven guilty, so therefore he's still innocent. Exactly what I said. Yep. Right. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> so Martin had met Boobaday a few weeks before April 11th while in a veteran's hospital where Martin was receiving treatments for PTSD from serving in Vietnam. The smarts moved Boobaday into their home until he could get on his feet. So two weeks to know somebody. And yeah, Boobaday allegedly didn't think highly of John Sharp, calling him a punk, hmm. which is fun. So John Johnny Sharp is the next door. That's John. Yep. Okay. Gotcha. The next door neighbor. Mm-hmm. Yep. The one who was mur- one of the ones who were murdered. Boobaday had told the, pol- uh, the people in Ketty that he had been a cop and Martin was friendly with most officers. 
Someone in the sheriff's department allegedly tipped off Martin and Bubadid that they were suspects, and both men quickly found work outside of California. Odd. Why would you do that if you right. were uh, not? Does not look guilty at all, right? Mm-hmm. Bubadid was thought to have gone back to Chicago, and Smart found a job in Nevada. Bubadid died in Chicago in 1988, so not too much longer after this happened. No. Martin's, I couldn't find uh, how he died, by the way. I looked. Man, did I look. I wanted to see how he died. Martin Smart wasn't the best husband. He was said to have cheated on his wife. He was abusive and prone to violent outbursts and sold drugs. Like LSD. Ah, ha, ha. Nice. Good call. He had worked at the Ketty Hotel as a cook, but had been fired some weeks before the murders. Sue, Martin, and Marilyn had all been ta- uh, taking the same business courses, and it was said that Sue had been counseling Marilyn on leaving her husband. Hmm. Seems like a reason to hate somebody, right? Yeah, and to bludgeon them. Right. After April 11th, Martin took work in Nevada, and his marriage to Marilyn began to deteriorate. He had sent her a letter where it sounds as though he is confessing to the murders, and the letter reads as follows. Pay attention, folks. Quote, I've paid the price for your love, and now I've bought it I've bought it with four lives, and you tell me we're through? Great. Hmm. Dun, dun, dun. Right. They had kids? Huh? Did they have kids? Yeah, I actually found how many kids? The pictures with the bodies. Oh shit! Oh shit! Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they're pretty brutal. And that's yeah. With I, we we won't repost off. that. Yeah, yeah, let's not post those. But up. I mean, if you search passengers, if you go on the internet and then go to Google Images and the yeah. Ketty Cabin and go down, I'd say for about two minutes you'll find them there. Oh, and yeah. they're that's like Yikes. the actual bodies. So you could see them tied up, their hands bound. Yeah. You could see the Dana guy because he has that. Goofy shirt. Ugh, that sucks. Yeah, these. This is. So they did end up divorcing eventually, and then Mary, uh, Marilyn got remarried. Okay. Martin regularly saw a counselor for his PTSD. According to his counselor, Smart admitted that he had quote killed Sue and Tina, but had nothing to do with the boys. Tina had to be killed because she had seen everything. Okay, and that kind of goes in line with what I want to talk about here at the end of this. Oh, uh, is that? Is that Tina? Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. That's what Jeff's I'm showing me you these can, pictures right now. They're like I, they're all online. I mean, we can describe the pictures. Do you want to describe it instead of showing people? Uh, it's a dead body with the head is like pretty bashed in. I mean, if I had to be descriptive about it, it looks like a dead body laying on the ground, and the back of her head looks like a just pile of ground beef, and then there's blood all over the floor underneath it. Like they, it's not blurred. No. Oh, I didn't I see mean, that. They, look, you could see her skull and her brains coming out. I mean, I'm not saying I really want to see yeah, it. Yeah, no, yeah, you can see that. But I mean, like, oh, boy. You see it? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, that's pretty rude. Ugh, my God. <laughs> Google, teaching our kids education yeah. since 1997. <laughs> you can find this shit right in the images. <laughs> so so Martin now is basically saying that, I mean, he's, he's literally admitting it to people. Mm. Okay. Now, then again, this is um, not direct evidence. Okay. I'm Remember sorry. That. It's not? No. Circum- it, it's circumstantial evidence. Admit, okay. Because it's hearsay. For all I know, she could be lying about it, or the the counselor could be lying about it, or whatever. You know what I mean? Counselors take notes when they're treating I'm illnesses. just saying. Okay. Just saying. Like, th- that's why. I mean, it's good evidence to have, but yeah. it's not, you know, definitive evidence. So, that's just how this shit works, man. It's not concrete. Right. So, the counselor allegedly told Plumas County Sheriff's Office what Smart had told her, but there was no evidence of that statement ever being taken. Hmm, I just forgot my notepad at home today. Right. So Martin died of cancer in Portland, Oregon on June of 2000. Hmm, sure. However, 
Marilyn did go on the record to state she believed her ex-husband and Bo Boubidet were responsible for the murders. After she had gone to bed, she said they went back to the bar, and at 2 a.m. she woke up to find them burning unknown items in the wood stove. Now, then again, it could have just been... She didn't know what it was. Could have just been wood. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Very very possible. Hmm. Unknown items. Does seem shady. Does Mm -hmm. seem shady. Mm -hmm. Although there was no evidence to corroborate her statements, it would explain why Justin was left with the younger boy sleeping. It may also explain why Justin's story changed changed he could have blocked it from trauma or he may have been threatened to stay quiet so i'm pretty justin is their kid okay i mean they went to the lengths of killing tina because she saw too much not there though they took tina out of there that's what i'm saying right but that's if that's their kid of course they're not going to go in there and mess with him and the rest you know what i mean yeah that's what seems fishy to me though that they didn't mess with him but they wanted to keep it quiet and they didn't want to be... Uh, no, no, no. That's Justin is this guy's kid. So I'm, okay, yeah, I know. It's Martin's kid. Yeah, I got you. You know what I mean? That's what they're saying. That's why he was left alone. You know, and the kids were left alone. Yeah. I think what they said earlier is that Tina mm-hmm. saw it. So she had to go. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's that's where I'm thinking, and that's what that kind of seems to be what everyone else is thinking, too. Yeah. So Ketty and the rest of Plumas County were never the same after April 11th, obviously. It changed the community, and people were haunted. Many believed that someone among them had or knew who had committed the attacks. People began locking doors at night. There were strong beliefs in the community that the uh, Plumas County Sheriff's Office had quietly tucked the case away. Sounds like it. Mm-hmm. Many believed that some leads weren't followed. Evidence wasn't checked. Some evidence was completely ignored. The house in which the murders occurred was demolished in 2004. In 2016, a hammer was found in a pond near Cabin 28 by someone using a metal detector in the area. It matched the description of the hammer Martin had claimed to have lost. And a knife that was also found at the scene was taken into evidence. Okay. Yep. Seems kind of... I saw pictures of that too. Yeah. but It was taken in by uh, investigator Mike Gamberg. Uh, Plumas County Sheriff Hagwood, who was 16 years old at the time of the murders and knew the Sharp family personally, stated, quote, the location it was found, it would have been intentionally put there. It would not have been accidentally misplaced. Gamberg also said that six potential suspects were being examined at that time. In April 2018, Gamberg stated that DNA evidence recovered from a piece of tape at the crime scene matched that of a known living suspect. Hmm. Uh, Oh... Who do you think it is? No word on if they have, uh, you know, been uh, any aid to the investigation. Okay. There is still a $5,000 reward for any leads leading to an arrest and prosecution. The lead investigators currently working on the case are confident that they will have this solved soon. They are quoted as saying, quote, there are persons of interest still living who knew or participated in this crime and should now be worried. Sheila Sharp continues to work with law enforcement and the media to keep her family's cold case alive. Gamberg and his partner Hagwood said, or say they are closer now to solving the case than they ever were before. Quote, I think it would uh, lift an incredible weight to clear the dark skies and have hung that have hung over the community and their surviving family members, Hagwood said. The uh, surviving members have been severely impacted by this case. Quote, things came to an abrupt screeching halt. Opportunities and experiences that were denied by such a cruel and heinous act. It's unforgivable. To solve this case, a weight would be lifted. Darkness would no longer cloud Ketty in the minds of all those involved. Quote, I believe in one way, shape, or form, we are going to pull this together, Detective Gamberg said. So if anyone with any information 
is uh, if you have any information out there and know someone that does, you're just asked to call the Plumas County Sheriff's Office at 530-283-6360. And now, boys and girls, it's your favorite part of the show, the movie review. Which top 10 movies will make the cut today? So a side note before we get started here. Ooh. Did you know that the movie The Strangers was based off of this loosely? I think I did know that. Yeah. I saw that when yeah. I was doing a little. I didn't know that. It's pretty messed up. And we'll talk after we're done with the movies. We'll talk like what everyone thinks here so far. We'll do our closing bit. A closure. So what do we got here, okay, Jeffro? So according to MDB, IMDb. IMDb yeah. it's Cabin and Cottages, the top 10. Oh, boy. Oh. All right. Okay. So we're going to start off with number 10. As usual. Number 10. Number 10 is a movie called Mind Games, and that's M-I-N-E, not mind. Ah, okay. So mind, like Minesweeper, or don't step on the mine. Enemy mine. Kaboom, the mine went. <laughs> that motherfucker's dead. Or not mine? yours. My, mine? Mine? <laughs> mine? Mine? <laughs> mine? So Mind Games. Okay. 2012 is a horror mystery thriller. It's a 5.4. Wait, it's a horror mystery what? Thriller. You got to say it like that. It's a 5.4. And IMDb, do they go to 10 with their stars? No, I think it's five. Is it? No, no, it has to go to 10. It has to go to 10. So I guess it's middle of the road. Okay. It says a group of young friends make an incomprehensible. (laughs) It's not easy, is it? No, (laughs) no, it's not. Incomprehensible discovery. In an abandoned mine, but the more they try to change the future, the more they seal their fate. Oh, okay. Director yeah. is Richard Gray. Never heard of him. Mm-mm. It's Greer. Stars Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> Joseph Cross. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Brianna. Nope. Evigate. Yeah. So yeah. That's, <laughs> that's <laughs> number ten. That's Man. that one. Number nine. I have seen this movie, and I'm a big fan of it. And you guys, Cabin in the Woods. It. No, it's called Alien Abduction. Nope. 2014. Uh, it's not rated. Oh. It's 85 minutes long. Of course, you'd watch that. It's really cool. Like yeah. it's it's, it's, so it's kind of like, like a documentary. A, it's like a Blair Witch. It's about a family that go vaca- they go vacationing up in the mountains. Found footage. They're sitting around a fire and they see these lights and they're like, "Oh my god, where are those meteors?" And the next thing you know, it's like aliens are attacking everybody. And oh like, shit! Abduct- yeah, it's really cool. That sounds, what's it called again? Alien abduction. Oh, well, <laughs> kind yeah. of on the nose there, but yeah, yeah, all right. And there's nobody popular in it. They're all like no namer actors okay. or whatever. But I highly realistic. recommend checking that. Not out. rated at all. It's not rated at all. Any votes? 4.9. 4. 4.9 votes? <laughs> stars. <laughs> so got there stars. is no votes. Where do you see votes? Oh, I see at the bottom. Yeah. 8,327. Okay, so and it's not bad. What is the votes? That's people that vote for that. They go in and they say oh, whether okay. the movie sucks or not. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, the more you know. Yeah. Dog Soldiers is number eight. That's actually, I know this movie. You, okay, you've seen this? Yes. All right, it's 2002. It's an action horror thriller. It's a 6.8. That's pretty good for wow. IMDb. Because it's awesome. A routine military exercises turn... Or, a routine military exercises turns into a nightmare in Scotland wilderness. That makes no sense. Yeah, I think they fucked up on that wow. one. Wow. So, uh Yeah. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, There's nobody famous in that either. So if I'm not mistaken, this is the movie where they go out and they do like a like exercise for like you know like you said an army or whatever. Except they turn into like werewolves or something. 
or like it's got a wolf on the cover. Yeah, like yeah. I, I think they turn into like yeah, yeah. I'm I'm mm. all I am 100. No, I'm I'm like, watch some weird ass. I'm 99.9 percent .9 positive that's what it is. What's it called? Dog what? Dog soldiers. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Dog <laughs> soldiers. Wolf. wolf. Dog soldiers. Number seven is iced. <laughs> You've been iced. Iced. That's 1989 horror movie. Was iced in it? It's unrated too. Uh, it's about a group of childhood friends are invited to the opening of a posh ski resort, Logan, unaware <laughs> that an old nemesis what? has murderous plans in mind for them. Kind of sounds. He would go to a posh ski resort. What is posh? That's you know. upscale, bougie. Yeah. Uh, that's, what, that's what we say bougie is now? Posh yeah, spice. It, This is the one about the werewolves. Okay. I heard, sorry, the one we were talking about. Yeah. yeah. It's about the werewolves. It's it's really cool, actually. Anyway, sorry. Doesn't so that's Iced. Posh. No one famous again. I don't know why these movies I've never are. even heard of Iced yeah. before. So You're as cold as ice. Who sings that? Willing to sacrifice our love. <laughs> who sings it? Why, why did you sound like the old man from fucking Family Guy? Didn't he sing that in Family Guy? I don't know. Oh. Who sings it? No, no, no. That was uh, it was Dirty Dancing he did. Oh, okay. Yeah, who yeah, sings yeah. it though? Uh, 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 mm. They want to know what love is. I want to know what love is. <laughs> oh, God. I can sing the song. So back in the day when you weren't, Boston. When you weren't from this country, they would call you a foreigner. Okay. Uh, With double vision. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Number six is scarce. Don't know it? Scarce. It's, it's scarce. Is it scarce? Scarce. Okay, it's scarce. It's not scarce. It's scarce. <laughs> Scarce face. <laughs> you guys ever seen Scarce Face? <laughs> Anyways, it's a 4.1, which isn't great. It's a 93 minute not rated movie, as usual. Okay. Scarce depicts the gruesome fate of three lost snowboarders trapped at an isolated forest cabin owned by two menacing locals who harvest human flesh. Oh, nice. That's fun. Sounds like a great time. Yeah. Nobody famous in it. Uh, okay. Shocker. Scarce. <laughs> Scarce. Scars. Scars. Scars face. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. You want to know how I got these scars? Why so scars? Why, so why, why so scarious? Scarious. <laughs> why so scarious? Do you think that everybody just hit stop? <laughs> yeah, a long time ago. Like, yeah. yeah, we're just doing this for us right yeah. now. Yeah, okay. it's fine. Number five is Friday the 13th part two. Yes. Part two. Yes. Hey, it's rated. And oh, what is hard. what is the most bene the best part not best part the most uh, iconic part of this movie Logan. when the chick gets stabbed in the back with the mm -mm. no mm -mm. The, when she gets thrown against the wall who shows up Freddy uh, uh, Jesus Christ <laughs> this is the first appearance of Jason Voorhees well as, as the mom. murderer he didn't even have the hockey mask then yeah. his mother was the murderer in the first one. I've never seen the first one. Yeah. Spoiler. What? <laughs> wow. Okay. If you listen to this show, you know we're spoiling everything. Yes. Holy shit. I didn't know that. I was like, what? well, obviously. Oh, my God. You've never seen that, and I just ruined it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, obviously, you know, he would be there because it's Friday the 13th. I just figured you would have seen that by now. No, I don't like, uh, and, I don't like and slasher thrillers. I am actually. Oh, I love him. Uh, I'm incorrect. He does show up at the very end of it when he jumps oh, the on the first boat. one. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But he's he's a child. And, yeah. But then, yeah, he actually shows up as the killer. And then the Back to the Future logo comes and says, to be continued. <laughs> and you credits. And there's no Marvel thing at the end. Yeah. yeah there's just, it's just credits in it. So. No, yeah. I actually love when they do that little teaser thing. Me too. Dude, I went My through favorite. every single episode of WandaVision, making sure that they didn't put that in there. And it was like the very, like, never mind. The last 
One, like they the do. Last, like, yeah, like the they last just episode. watch the last. The, the, just go through like the last. Yes. Because they, they did it. They did it. They did it the, the second to last Jeff one, is, too. It, Jeff is finally watching WandaVision right now. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, yeah it's pretty awesome. Anyway, I'm, go ahead. I, Boba Fett's awesome right now. By the I'm, way. I'm not you, feeling it, dude. Did you watch the last episode? Uh, this last week's? Yeah. I don't think I did. You need to because it's right. going to change your whole perspective on everything. All right. Yeah, Boba Fett does. Oh, he does. Yeah. Okay. Go. Yoda comes back to life, and he's like, <laughs> he's like, Boba Fett. And he kills him. Anyways, he calls him Fett Boba. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I got it. Yeah, Did you get it? Yeah. Why? He speaks backwards. Okay. Okay. Shit. Yeah. I just want to make sure. I've seen I Star Wars. Number four. <laughs> no movies you have seen. <laughs> this one comes up on like all these lists. What is it? Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yeah. It's fun, dude. That's a fun it's, movie. It's a goofy yeah. ass movie. Yeah. So we're not going to go through it because we've done it okay. like yeah, 500 yeah. times already. We all know that movie. It's funny as shit. Number three is called Barricade. By the way, um, who is the guy that was in that movie? And um, it's, it's the, the, guy, the, the guy that's in the alien show now. Um, he's got the glasses in it. Not the heavy set guy, his buddy in that movie. He's also the pirate in Dodgeball. Yes. Yeah. He's awesome. Oh, dude, the yeah. guy is that's, so. That's K from uh, Men in Black. Not K. Uh, fucking uh, Z Z Z from Men in Black, right? Seamus. I have no idea. <laughs> I, I have no idea. Oh, he's yeah. the pirate. The pirate from Dodgeball. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. in a bunch of movies. He was in Star Star. Trek. He's great. He's just fan. He's in a TV show now where he's actually <laughs> is his a... name Tyler Labine? Maybe or Alan Tudyk. No, <laughs> it's that one. It's Alan Tudyk. I think it is Tudyk. How many <laughs> Tudyks? <laughs> It was too easy. It's right there. I mean, yeah. you had to take it. Two right? decks. Okay. Yeah, he's in this show now, and I haven't watched it yet, but I heard good things about it where he's like a doctor, but he's actually an alien, and he's trying to like hide it from people. Makes sense why he has two decks. It's supposed to be... <laughs> yeah, right. So it's supposed to be pretty good. Anyway, go ahead. All right, number three is called Barricade. Mm -hmm. Ooh. 2012. That's Barricade. It, it's Barracuda. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Who sings that? <laughs> you actually said the name earlier. Heart? There it is. Because yeah, okay. I made the symbol. Yeah. I was going to say, what's her name? Uh, 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 Who's the name of, who, what's the name of the sisters from Heart? The sisters? They're sisters. What They're the... not Sister Skeleton. No. Oh, see, now that just ruined Heart for me. I can't listen to it anymore because I thought it was. Nope. They're sisters. They're oh. Wilsons. I'll give you that. Do you know the first names? Stevie. No. No. Oh. I don't know. Stevie. Steve. <laughs> Tom. <laughs> Tom Jones. Nancy. Be it's Nancy. Yeah. Oh, what's the other one's name? Quincy. I don't know if I remember. <gasps> The singer. I, I, I know her name. I oh, don't uh, know. No, Nancy's a singer. No, Nancy's a guitar player. She was married to Eddie Van Halen, by the way, for like oh, two years. It, really? Uh-huh. Can you imagine if they would have had a kid? Because she's such a name? badass guitarist. And I don't remember her name. Yeah, I don't remember her name. You don't remember her name? I don't either. Yeah. God, Shit. You guys are so bad at that. Nice. And I've seen them. I actually saw Hard a couple years ago. They were amazing. Was it at a rib, rib burn off? No, it was at the, the Hard Rock. Oh, was it? They opened up for Def Leppard for me. Did they? Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. It was really good. Did they sing alone? No, so it was... Uh, the How main... do I get you alone? Dude, that note in oh, the man. middle of the bridge. Oh, where's it's like, oh, no! God, so Pretty good. good. Pretty oh, good. I love Pretty it. Good. So Barricade... Mm -hmm. Barricade. Barricade S <laughs> is a 4.5. Okay. It's a uh, 2012 horror mystery thriller. Not lots of those. A father's quiet retreat to the woods with his two children turns into a fight for survival. Ooh. So, so like he's locked in the cabin. That's what the, the cover of the movie is. Can I say what I think the first movie is going to be without even whatever? Absolutely. Um, I think it's going to be... My favorite movie? Cabin in the Woods? No. Oh, ooh. It might be. It's either that or it's going to be um, Evil Dead. The Cabin on the Left. 
No, it won't be. Well, maybe. I don't know. I think it's Evil Dead, though. Anyway, go ahead. Number two. Uh, anybody good in that one, by the way? That last movie? Anyone? Mm, no. Okay. Not unless you think Jodie Thompson is a Top Gun actor. Okay. I, I don't know. Or Connor Dwelly. Yeah, don't know. Or Ryan Grantham. Mm -mm. No? Mm -mm. How about Eric McCormick? Oh, oh yeah. 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 We know yeah. McCormick? No. No? no? Oh, okay. okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Number two is Cabin Fever. Uh, 2002. Oh, that one. It was okay. Rated it was, R. It was okay. It's a horror movie 5.6. Yeah. Uh, five college students rent a cabin in the woods and begin to fall victim to horrifying flesh-eating virus. Which is like, it's basically a... Uh, a, a which attracts... To an STD, basically. Yeah. That's what it's supposed to be. is like a really bad STD. thought it was a foreshadow of uh, COVID. Well, oh, it kind of. And we just got banned. <laughs> <laughs> Again. <laughs> that was uh, Eli Roth. Oh, yeah, yeah. Eli Roth. It. That was one of his first ones, Roth. if I'm not mistaken. Um, it was a decent movie. I remember watching it. Yeah, it was it. cool. It's okay. Yeah. Number one. Yeah. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. The mm. Killing of Jacob Marr. Four, what? Four yeah, we're, four. we're all pissed off at this entire list. Cabin in the Woods isn't on there. Yeah. Evil Dead 1, 2, or 3 isn't on there. I don't it's uh, 2010. A boy finds a mysterious object that drives him insane, leading him and him to kill his parents. After escaping to the woods, he returns 20 years later to find his home is being rented to some vacationers. He is not pleased. <laughs> That's what it says. <laughs> this is the way you said it, though. Yeah. He is not pleased. And there is nobody we know. It. Oh, my God. Who freaking votes for these? They, they had 276 votes. You didn't put the filter thing in. Yeah. What? You, you can actually number one. No, you can actually filter up top where it says like uh, IMDb rating. Shut yep. the front door. Yeah. Why didn't anybody tell me about that? I just found out not too long ago. <laughs> <laughs> number of votes. Yes. Okay. Let me let me see. Just give us number our... one is Cabin in the Woods. Thank you. What's number two? Thank oh shit! You. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. He broke it. I got it. I got it. It is nope. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Control Z. What is he doing? Because I'm hitting the. What down am I arrow. doing? Number two is the Evil Dead. Yeah, so you guys are right. All right, Misery. I forgot about Misery. Oh, Number good three. One. Yeah, Tucker and Dale yeah. again. Evil Dead again. Evil Dead Two. Mm -hmm. Dreamcatcher, which was really good. Too. Yep, that's yep. Stephen King, right? Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Cabin Fever. Yeah. Uh -huh. Dead Snow. Uh -huh. Friday Thirteenth Part Two again. Mm -hmm. Dogs. Oh, Dead Snow. That's that. Uh, the 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 what is it? The vampire Nazis, right? Zombies. Zombies. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's wild. Riley Riley suggested that. Yeah. He said he watched it. Well, that's a way better list. Yeah. Than like, so we literally just wasted 20 minutes of people's time. So we're going to filter. It's never a waste oh. when you hear comedic genius like we create every time. Yes. Passengers next week, I will make sure the <laughs> fucking filter is on. Wow. I know I'm looking at like 276 uh, votes for number one. That makes no sense. Who I, All right. Yeah, so those are your movies. movies. And <laughs> yeah, listen, I, I want to go talk a little bit more about uh, the, 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 the cabin murder here that we are actually talking about this week. Um, you guys have any kind of speculation with this, especially considering that they found the DNA in 2018 connecting to someone who was alive when both of the guys they assumed did it are dead? I, my brain is still spinning because there's so many people involved. There's a lot of cogs yeah. in that. Yeah, it's like a chessboard. Yeah, dude, to still. be honest with you, seeing those gruesome pictures, I'm kind of like, Bleh. you're wheezy. Yeah, I'm just kind of forgetting about the whole I'm thing. I'm woozy here. Name that movie. No? I know it. it. What is it? Scream. Yeah. Scream. Oh, with uh, Matthew Lillard? Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen it. Come on, Logan. New, the new one's coming out. Yeah, or is it out already? Dude, did you know that he, uh, Matthew Lillard, was the Scream? Like, obviously in the movie he was, whatever. But he actually was in the costume for the trailer of the number two. Oh, really? Yeah. That's awesome. I didn't realize that until I was, like, reading into it. Yeah. I, to be honest, dude, I love the Scream movies. I think they're, they're, one of, they're those stupid movies you just turn your brain off. I just love Shaggy. Yeah. 
Jesus, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. No, the only movie he was good in was SLC Punk. Yeah, that was good. Not the one where that he was, was a great like a, movie. Wasn't the one where he's like a bachelor or some shit in that one? The what? He's a bachelor? No, he's a dude in college who's a punk. Like he's all in the punk. Oh. The punk lifestyle. Yes, there was, it, there was, it was the bachelor TV show. <laughs> yes. Yes. I didn't say he, the bachelor. He got married. He walked around with one rose waiting for somebody. Right? Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, so what are we thinking about that then? So obviously, um, it has to be that Tina saw something she wasn't supposed to. Yeah. But my only they thing took is, her and but what's weird though is why take her and not just kill her there like they did everyone else? Because they wanted that do things to throw things off uh, and we don't know there was one guy that left with her what do you think's gonna happen oh yeah, i didn't even think about that and her body was completely decomposed so you don't even know if there yes, was any kind of sexual yeah. assault or anything fucking hell yeah thank you for implanting that in my brain oh well, yeah that's my opinion <laughs> yep that's uh, anyway that all happened to logan so so here's what i'm thinking i'm thinking those two guys came in but there was a third person Okay, I think there was a third person that was with him, and everybody's either that or that DNA very well may possibly. I mean, because they don't say who it is, but this guy seems like he's really passionate about the. There's also a tape too that might uncover more evidence, right? Like who sent that? Right? Who sent that saying that this is? You know what I mean? So, um, I think they came in. I think that dude Dana stole drugs off of. Those guys or someone they knew and they went in like, where the fuck are the drugs at? That uh, makes sense. And That's then what started the whole argument. didn't like John to begin with, or since they didn't like John, maybe John and Dana were coming home and these drunken assholes next door from, or come home from the bar, see him. Let's go start some shit with them. They probably talked back to him, came in, got in a big ass fight and then out of rage, just fucking, mm. you know? Yeah. But the only thing that throws that off though, is that the, <clears throat> the, 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 I don't remember their names, Bo Bubba Doo and what's his face? Martin. Yeah. They, Martin and, and yeah, Bob, Bob, the Baba Duke, whatever his name is. <laughs> Baba Duke. Okay. Anyways, but they weren't described as having any shown signs of damage to them. That wasn't mentioned in the reports. Right. So if they got into a fight. I don't think it was a fight as in like a, a physical altercation. Verbal. I think it was a verbal. A volley of abuse. Yeah, a volley of abuse. But the only ones that showed signs of distress were the ones that were murdered, unfortunately. Right. And think about that, too. Um, like, I'm just saying, like, Sue, if you get into an altercation with somebody and they're going to fight back for their life, you would have marks on you unless you did something to make sure that they weren't able to fight Some back. people go into shock, though. There's like, they're just so frightened and in shock that they don't fight back. Have right. You ever, have you ever been on LSD? Yeah, like, I'm on it now. Okay. <laughs> that's why I was asking. No, I'm not saying, I don't think they were on the shit, or maybe they were, maybe that's when they came in there and they were just like, I'm gonna kill everybody, but here, so, uh, Sue and John mm -hmm. were bludgeoned to death. Correct. With a hammer. Right. Dana was, was strangled. Strangled. Correct. That seems, strangulation is way more personal. Correct. Way more personal. Well, obviously that and the knife being bent. Well, that that happened because of with Tina though, because remember they they slit her throat and shit. Yeah. I think that was just out of pure just fucking rage, and it could have been them on LSD. If you think about it, maybe they were fucking raged on drugs, you know. But the one that they took the personal approach with, aside from, else. from Tina, is Dana. Yeah, Dana, who supposedly stole, some stole drugs. Yeah, yeah. but well, how they know that they stole LSD though from a drug dealer? Did that drug dealer come forth and say? Well, maybe she knew him. And it's a small town, man. Like, people fucking talk. It's like here in Olmstead Falls, dude. Like, you, someone says something, and, like, a week later, like, the whole fucking town knows about and it. And nobody was talking about Jack and Diane sucking on chili dogs. Not this time. No. No. Yeah. I only know you. I think that song came out around then, didn't it? Yeah. It was yeah. a small town. Little bitty. Uh, Jack and Diane. 
Who is that? Two American men. Wait, what? <laughs> By the way, if you guys are wondering, not even wondering, of course, we talk about music a lot and we have a new podcast coming up. It is called, wait, we do? Icons and Outlaws. And it is going to be out soon. I'm not going to give an exact date yet because we still have a lot to do, but we are working on it. The website is up if you want to check that out. It's going to be so much Iconsandoutlaws.com, where we are going to sit here and what you hear us do throughout this show we're going to be doing it for like an actual podcast where we're going to talk about music and we're going to test Logan pretty much the entire time. Oh, we're also going to drop. I'm on this one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. And we're so, also going to drop a lot of knowledge, like yeah. interesting stuff, like stories yeah. that you're like, wait, what? Yeah. And we're going to be yeah. talking about the legends that like literally made like Jeff and I and just growing up and the people that, you know, we're still doing it. Um, I, we've got a lot of friends in the industry. We're going to get some uh, interviews with and it's just going to be more of a, a, a different route. Still the same us. Yeah, so but talking about us. something, you know, just about music and, and stuff. If, yeah. if you like us here, you're going to like us even more on that. Yeah. And if you don't like us here, you're still going to like us even more right. on that. Like on the last bonus episode, we did that little uh, segment of I did the police where Sting fell onto the piano and it's still in the recording. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he laughs. Yeah. You know, shit like cool, that. Cool yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff that people don't know. And it, listen, it may not even be a, in each episode, a style of music that you like. But the story you're going to like because we're going to be telling it. Correct. And on top of that, we're going to go in and because of copyright issues and stuff, we were like, you know what? Let's make our own songs. So we're going to be writing our own versions of the songs for each particular episode. Yeah. It's going to be badass. And I'm telling you right now, we, we already started working on a couple of them and it's pretty, it's awesome. Maybe I'll throw a snippet out there Ooh, yeah, preview. so you guys can kind of hear what we're doing. And it's going to be there. And of course, it's going to be free for you guys. But Patreon poopers, you guys are going to get it first. And they get the bonus episodes from that when we start throwing it out too. So yes, double the work, double the fun. It'll be good. Anyway, double income. So yeah, just make sure you're checking out. So anyway, back to finalize this whole thing, talking about this. Nobody knows. Hopefully they come up with something soon. Um, I, I know there's been no, I've looked, there's been no arrests. There's been nothing. I think right now, I don't know if they're trying to piece it together because everything is pretty much circumstantial, but when two of your main suspects are dead and then you have DNA, you know, yeah. but then again, that DNA could have, let's just say the DNA came from the medical tape that mm -hmm. they found. Right. Okay. Remember they said they found the medical tape next to Tina. Yep. Medical tape was used to tie them up. Correct. And electrical cords, which, by the way, all I got to say is if you are cutting off electrical cords from appliances in a kitchen in a small cabin with thin ass walls, why did the two boys stay asleep? You had to move. A yeah, it sounds like they would have made a lot more noise. I mean, hitting someone bit. with a fucking hammer, you're trying to tell me they didn't yeah. scream. I mean, yeah. I know their mouths were. I don't. It just seems I don't know. Everything just seems fucking weird. What it seems like to me is that Martin and B Baba Duke or whatever probably went in. To where his kid was and those other kids, and we're like, don't say a fucking word. Yeah, and slam the door. Or, you know what I mean? Or, hear me out, they went in, got into a huge heated-ass argument, and maybe some other person was watching what was going on, and after those two left, went in there and did some unfortunate things. Oh, you're saying, like, there's a third party that may have, like, Watched. came back? Yeah. You think, you think I'm, like, Morpheus and Trinity? <laughs> 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 All I'm saying is that they they were there. Those two guys were there. I don't know if those two guys may have done everything to the length that they did. 
Yeah, I don't. It's it's weird, in, especially because if it was well, their kid, it was his kid that was there and may or may not have saw the abusive shit. husband from the beginning. That's where I was kind well, of yeah. How, maybe he's connected somehow. It's possible. That's where he's I was probably like to. this bitch took my kids and I'm paying her money. And you know what? You never know. He may have paid them right to go. Oh, maybe see, he was. See, all help. you need is me to solve it. I mean, Done. it's it's possible. But hey, I mean, man, I gave you the fruit. You hate <laughs> I'm just right. uh, the the problem, and listen, anything is possible. Talk I mean, allegedly. all of this, it's it's yeah. I mean, we don't know. We obviously weren't there or whatever. I just so I you're don't saying know. Brian Laundry is a cybernetic T1000. No, came back. We'll talk about it future. later. I want to know your theory. I'll tell you later. Tell you later. So listen, make sure to stop over to our official website, themidnighttrainpodcast.com. Yes, we're going to have a link over there for the new podcast as well, Icons and Outlaws. It's going to be great. We're excited about it. At our website, you can buy some super sweet, super sweet. <laughs> what the fuck? merchandise. <laughs> and uh, you can find the Duke of Fingerbum shirt, the uh, Don't Be a DeSalvo shirt, uh, phone cases. Of course, our favorite, the Jersey Raccoon t-shirt. It's so good. And listen, I don't know about y'all, but I have to resubscribe and get more Dr. Squatch soap. Because I just ran out, or not ran out, I took my last uh, my last uh-huh. bar today. I took, yeah, I'm on my last bar. Yeah. I, took, I took a shower with Darth Vader today. And Did I, you? I smell good. How was it? Was he handsome? Oh, I smell good. <laughs> I don't you know, know what's what cool about that soap, by the way? What's that? Like, when you're washing everything. up and everything, like, the, you know, the they're different colors. Like, the Darth Vader one's black and red. So, like, you know, washing and lathering up and everything. You could see like all the black stuff come down yeah. and go to the drain. So I don't know. It's kind of a cool well, thing. Well, because to watch. it's 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 all natural. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just awesome shit. And of course, if you guys don't know, Dr. Squatch is changing the way men approach hygiene by providing all natural, high quality, healthy products like bar soaps, hair care, colognes, beard oils, and they always have new soaps coming out, which are awesome. They have a um one they just dropped recently. What the hell was it? Oh, I can't remember, but I put it in my cart so I can go and get it. So Did hopefully you, it- you know who else is sponsored now by them? Mm-mm. A good friend of ours. Who? If you had to guess, who would you think? He's a listener, too. And he's been on the show. Jesus, I don't know. I'll give you a hint. The scent that they named after him is called Chain Wallet. (laughs) I I hope he does. I hope Chainsaw gets his own fragrance. That'd be amazing. Except when you open the box, it's just like clumps of... It's going to smell like (laughs) diesel fuel. (laughs) What the fuck? It's gonna, it's gonna be diesel fuel and Ben Gay yeah. <laughs> with a little bit of Axe body yeah. spray. <laughs> oh, and if you're new here and you oh, made it this far, God. Chainsaw is a very good friend we of ours him. that we comes on him. the show from time to time. He's he's a truck driver and he's just a great guy. We so, give him shit because we can. Yeah, and he's really not that old, but it's just fun to fuck with him. So yeah. anyway, so make sure you guys are stopping <laughs> over at our website there, and uh, you can go to the Midnight Train Podcast forward slash sponsors and uh, click on the banner there, and you can get twenty percent off your first subscription. And I'm telling you guys. Their soap is awesome. It's legit. Mm. It is absolutely it awesome. Is. It really I mean, is. I smell it too right now. Yes. That's amazing. And listen, you can also, while you're over there, you can check out the Bark, bark Box deal that we have there I need for to get you. That for my dog. Yeah. So you guys can actually get one free month when you sign up at our website. So get over there and do that. Get something cool for your dog. We all love our dogs. Do we? Yeah. Right? All of them? Well, do you have a dog? You love all your dogs? He has two. I have two. I he love, has, really? He I has love, two love, amazing dogs. I love one of them. How old are Stop they? Stop it. Fuck it. Uh, Titan is the same age. Which one do you not like? 
<laughs> I told you not to get him. I told you. I told you. Hey, I told you. Wife. wife he is a he sweetheart. He, he is, is a sweetheart. He's actually gotten a lot better. Are sweetheart. they older dogs or younger? No. Dogs? So Loki is a year old. Oh, um, he's an fuck. Australian Shepherd. What is wrong with you? Right. Um, hyper, Titan, hyper, hyper, hyper. Titan, guy. and I'm probably gonna get. Some people may not like it, but Titan is a red nosed pit bull. Um, he is the sweetest fucking dog. And in the world. and I will back that up 100. percent That dog. I'm not a pit bull fan only because of past experiences. I'm not a pit bull hater. I'm not hating on anyone because I know a lot of people that have them and they're great dogs. It's all about how you raise them. It is. Um, but I tell you what, dude, he is the sweetest boy. Love him. Oh my God. I love him. He's but just dude, got this great big old noggin on him. Can I, I tell see you? him like, what's up, buddy? He's fucking no, no, anyways. But yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But yeah. can I tell you a little story about yeah, he's him? He's got a sack on him, dude. He's, he's on my <laughs> shit list. Like Loki's actually kind of like getting back up there where he's not, you know, not eating mom's stuff anymore. He's still being the level kind of dog he is. Dude, Titan pissed me off, dude. Uh oh. So it wasn't last night. It was the night before I was doing laundry. You woke up with his nuts in your mouth. Nah, that would have been a better story. All right. Oh man. Oh, so this dude. Anyways, I was doing laundry, you know, cause the wife had to work. I was being a good stay at home dad for the day, you know, doing nice. the laundry, cleaning the house, making sure the kids and the dogs were taking nap, you know, well after, um, then we all went to bed. I unfortunately forgot to uh, put my dog's blankets back on the couch because I let them sleep on the couch oh, at night. Oh, yeah. He came so, in with mud. This motherfucker <laughs> knocks my door down three times throughout the course of Sunday night. Let him outside. Thought he had a shit, whatever. Thought he was sick. I was like, go outside. Do what you got to do. He's a bruiser, too, dude. Yeah, he's like, a big he's a bruiser. Like, he's like, I mean, you know how pit bulls oh, are. Yeah, yeah, he's a big boy. He's stocky. Yeah. So like, he's just so sweet. I'm so pissed off. I'm like, dude, what the fuck do you want? It is four o'clock in the morning. I've gotten an hour of sleep. What do you need? He just comes over and puts his head on his blankets. I'm like, you motherfucker. You want these fucking blankets? Really? So I throw him on the couch. Didn't hear a single word from him. He wanted his blankets. Yeah. Fucking wanted his yeah. blankets. My dog's the same way. She I was on the so couch mad with the blankets. Too. So mad. So okay. So I have and and I'm, we have talked about them numerous times. I have a, a golden doodle and a, uh, a goofy doodle because we have no idea what the fuck <laughs> she is. And she's a big bitch. You know, she's fucking a hundred pounds. Yeah. And then uh, the golden doodle. That's that's my dog. I claim her, uh, Charlotte. Except Charlotte's starting to get on my nerves a little bit. Uh oh. Where so they were always allowed to get on the old furniture and sleep on the couch. Well, now we got this new stuff. And I'm, oh, you can't break them from it's that. It's really expensive. And yeah. I'm like, well, the problem, it, it doesn't bother me that they're on there, but they have a doggy door. So they go outside and it's fucking four foot of snow out there right oh, now. Yeah, and they, they come running in and they yeah. just jump on the couch. I'm like, no. Yeah. And I keep trying to get her. But yeah, you can't break them after yeah. that. You know what I mean? You know what does break that? Scotch guard. Scotch guard? Yeah. You know what? You know yeah, you that's know probably not a bad idea. In a bark box. Hey, yeah, probably. you probably can. You probably, probably can get can. stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah, get the bark box thing over there. God, we are the, the kings of derailing. Aren't we? <laughs> we bring it back. Yeah, we, we do. But the bark back. box See? thing is, is a cool thing. And I think, like, yeah. you get a, I mean, you can get on there. You can look at all the different packages they have. I'd rather have a bark box than a soap that smells like a chain wallet and Axe body spray. I but would you? Yeah. I want my dog to smell like a chain wallet with Axe body spray. Do you? Oh, of course. Dude. Oh, so we got to see if BarkBox and Dr. Squatch could hook up and make like a dog soap. Fuck yeah, dude. With all those cool smells. That'd be I'd awesome, actually. My dog. I would love my dog to smell like, I don't know, cool like, shit. Like yeah. chainsaw? Yeah. Oh, I don't know about chainsaw. Maybe, but... maybe sawdust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If I came home and my dog smelled like, I don't know, whiskey. Oh, God. I'd be like, yeah. I'd but... be like, you want <laughs> But I get drunk. I get drunk. I'd be like, instead of her licking me, I'd be licking her like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> wife comes home like, what the fuck are you doing? She tastes like whiskey. <laughs> no, she fuck no. is wrong with you two. You got nuts in your mouth from your dog and you're licking your dog. Do you want to hear something fucked up about Charlotte? And oh. Then we'll move on. I'm sorry. She put her nuts in his mouth. No. <laughs> Charlotte does not and has never once you know, you know, they say kissed you, like licked you. Yeah. Never once has she ever done that. Really? She does not do that. Hmm. It's weird. Like I'll go over to her. No, she'll be excited. She comes home. She does this thing where she smells and you can see her. Yeah, she's yeah, like yeah. My dog happy. And she comes up and she's like super lovey. And I grab her face and the come here, give me a kiss. And she will like tilt her head down. Yeah. Some dogs are like that. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. Where Lucy on your hand be like, oh, my, my mouth is just on my ass. My mom <laughs> has a schnoodle. It's older. His name's Charlie. We call him Junkyard because mm-hmm. he's just like, he looks like a raccoon. JYD. So uh, he will not, he could not touch him. He cannot touch him. Like he's just, he's just old and crotchety. Wants no affection. No, he's friendly. He likes to play, but you, he doesn't like to be like shown love. Hmm. It's weird. That is weird. Yeah. Yeah. No, my dogs are good. They're just, they're dogs, whatever. Yeah. So listen, if you like what you've heard from us and holy shit, I hope you did consider being a producer of the show by heading over to the midnight train podcast.com and clicking on the Patreon button or at patreon.com forward slash the midnight train podcast. I'm going to sneeze and I'm sorry about this. Oh, hold on. Someone talk. <laughs> What are you going to see about? Pick you ever pick, 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 pick. seen a grown man naked? <laughs> <laughs> that was weird. Like right in the middle of talking, I just had to sneeze. That's a first. You ever seen a grown man naked? <laughs> so listen, and uh, if you sign up for Patreon, not only do you get the bonuses for five bucks a month, you get bonuses, you get a, uh, you get stickers sent out to you every three months. Oh, keep, huh? you, you okay there? Are you dying? <laughs> I didn't even decipher that. It was like a... Oh, oh, yeah. That one came from my feet. Anyway, so you can get all kinds of cool stuff, and you will get the bonuses for the new podcasts that are coming up. And it really does help out the show. Everything we get, everything you guys donate to us, we put back into the show. That's what we do, and that's how we're going to keep you know doing the things we do. Like and eventually, speech round? Huh? Like speech round? No, don't you dare. But you're going to sneeze. I am. Hi. Keep oh, going. Hi. <laughs> Guys. I'm good. I got ready to... I'm not good. Hi, am I sneeze? Hold on. Oh. Damn it. Yeah, I got... <laughs> oh, okay. It, it's... Uh. It's like... Anyways, it's... It's the oh, Scooby... No, no, no. <laughs> it's it's going to be... It's going to be... It's going to happen. It's the Scooby <laughs> trick. It's the Scooby <laughs> trick where you stick your... Logan's crying, <laughs> by the way. Oh, my God. You I've okay never there, done buddy? that before. You okay? So anyway, you get all kinds of cool stuff. There's different tiers you guys can hook up with. You, like you can trying? do whatever you want. Ooh. Oh, my God. I cannot believe that I'm sneezing in the middle of the show right now. It's COVID. That is ridiculous. So it's not COVID. <laughs> Dr. Fauci <laughs> said we can't be inside when you sneeze. Yeah. So don't forget to follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Spotify. Like you can rate us over there now. That'd be super cool. If you if you could do that, go to Good Pods. If you don't like your uh, podcast player right now, Good Pods, get over there, find us, drop us a review. Like they're doing great things. And it's all about indie podcasts too, which I love. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you know the the small fish in a big pond. It's more of everybody's kind of like an equal tier there. It's nice. pretty cool. So nice. get get a get on over there and check. Do they that say out. everybody? Yeah, rock your body. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> that he knows. Yes, of course. Hey, I know the songs you guys are saying. I just don't know who fucking sings it. You ask me who sings that. Who sings it? I have no fucking idea. You know it's the Backstreet Boys. Don't you dare. So. <laughs> So listen, we cannot thank you (laughs) enough. You say it's sync, Lampasi. What? I said it's sync, not it's sync. That would have been great. That's what I thought you said. That would have been amazing. I fucking hate ICP, by the way. 
Holy fuck! With a burning passion. Wow. What if What if we have listeners? I don't that are, hate them. I think yeah. I thought they were pretty funny. I think they're a little overrated. What, what are they called? Uh, ju- juggalos. Juggalos. Yeah. We may have. But some back in the day, listeners. I used to listen and laugh my ass off, man. Great, I was never great a fan. Malenko. I thought yeah. it was funny. As I was shit. never a fan. You were a mushroom head fan back then too, weren't you? No, that's one I. So listen, we we cannot thank you enough for all the love and support we have received. Seriously, you guys are amazing. We know it's been kind of quiet but we've been literally working our asses off on this new podcast so listen we're still doing this it's still going to be awesome we're still going to kill it but then we're also going to do that one too because we just wanted to do something different that's a little bit more you know us yeah, right tailored to us right yeah so listen you, you guys, guys do keep it moving for us and, and we you. appreciate it thank you so much for listening a very special thank you to our fearless executive producer patreon poopers <laughs> To Margaret Dempsey, Kelly Ryan, Corey Krakowski, Nathan Diekman, which that Nathan, by the way, Nate, okay, is him and his girlfriend and uh, their daughter are some of the greatest people ever. I just, I had to throw that out there real quick. Nice. Love them to death. Yeah. To Hank Sanchez, Stussy Laconin, uh, Nicholas Cooper, Caitlin McKinney, Trent Scott, Spencer Dunlap, Jacob Cook, Maggie Brothers, Albert Lopez, Miles Campbell, Brian Gunsman, Margaret Atkins, Colleen Cox, Pumpkin Escobar, Mac Doherty, Turner Cox, so many cocks in our poopers, Sydney Sayer, Jenny Madison, Janet Shirell, Laura Randall, Chad Flint, Chris McLeod, Justin Kowalczyk, Rob Webb from the Fun Box Podcast. Make sure you check out the Fun Box Podcast. Christina Skelton, and Jessica Bartolome from the Sister Skeleton podcast. <laughs> Make sure you check those ladies out, man. They're doing awesome stuff. I just, uh, what was the their last episode? I just listened to it uh, on Sunday. It was about the... True oh, crime. Yeah, but it was about that uh, Smalls killer dude or whatever. What a fucking psychopath. Holy shit. If you guys get a chance, listen to that one. It's There's some cool. wackadoodles out there. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's, a, he's a bad one. You okay? Huh? You My okay? allergies all of a sudden are going nuts. Do you want to harmonize real quick? Harmonize? Okay, ready? Okay. Um, That's good. Yeah, that was good. You, you join in? Where, Where are you at? Where are you at? Um. <laughs> Passengers feel free to. And ladies, get yourself a big speaker. Go back and play that again. You know what I'm talking about. Anyway. Fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, also to Maria Gibbs, Chainsaw. Where is he at over here? What the fuck? There it is. I got that pretty good. Yeah, yeah that, was good. that was close. <laughs> to Jigsaw, Rick Resler, Courtney Bachelor, Katie Bramanick, and of course, our boy, Bill Birch. Oh, good, good for you. <laughs> so spread the word. And if you want your name to be mentioned on this ridiculous show, and for us to be forever grateful. And we will be become a Patreon producer. And by the way, Poopers, your stickers. I know it's been a while. Shit's been fucked up, but they are on their way. <gasps> Overseas and on the way. Overseas and on the way. So if you are, and, and listen, I don't care where you're from. If you're a Pooper and you happen to be in the uh, UK or if you happen to be in Canada or wherever you are in this world, they are on their way right now. Oh, Canada. Have you seen the shit going on with Canada? No. I was talking to Dan about that. What? Y'all haven't seen anything going on with Canada? No. I don't, I don't watch the news anymore. Well, our Canadian just, listeners can always tell us what's happening up there. Just do me a favor. Google Canada COVID. Canada COVID? Oh, fuck, dude. Right. Are they taking ivermectin? Oh, no. <laughs> People. So listen, stay safe out there. And until next week, passengers. <clears throat> Choo-choo. Motherfucker. What they said. <laughs>